Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And you can tell our friends And they can have my things when we're dead But we gonna live forever Boys, 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 boys. Oh yeah, have you? Do you guys remember my uh, ride my pony? Boys, 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 boys. Fuck, that would be sick. <laughs> that would be fucking sick. Someone could do a remake of blah, 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 blah. I'm just the boys cast. Now we're talking. It's the kind of stuff that we need. Actually, someone sent me a, a track and it was a, a song and he said, this would be perfect for the boys cast. And the song goes, me and the boys. Very fun stuff. But today we got a special episode. Now, it seems like we've been going one on, one off. You know, we've been doing some guests back to the singles and then back. To, we, you know, we've been doing lots of different things bringing the troublemakers on and people have started to notice they've been like you know a lot of guys on your podcast they're fucking <laughs> they're in a lot of shit yeah because that's who's interesting it is there is you know there's a lot to be said about that people are like you know why don't you just fucking have anyone on well because the people that are causing trouble are the people that are interesting to me and those are the people that fucking you know as Colin Quinn said, I didn't get into comedy to march in lockstep with society's conventions. I thought that was pretty on fucking point. And neither did I. So today's episode, we have Revenge of the Sis. These guys do a daily web show, literally every day. And then they do their own every day too. So they do two shows a day each. Pretty crazy. Internet fucking dirtbags. Internet troublemakers. I did a uh, live stream at midnight a couple weeks ago, and Merce was said this was his fifth show that he streamed, and he did two hours of streaming in each. So I was like, he'd been on air for eleven hours, you know, in front of they have a huge audience. These guys do like twenty, thirty thousand for their fucking streams. It's wild. So we talked about a lot of stuff, and I know these guys personally, so it was, it was fun to catch up with them. We talked about you know coronavirus a little bit because they have a unique take. They've been some of the guys since the beginning that have been beating the pavement that there's something fishy going on here. Um, we, I went through some of the great points that these guys have made over the course that I've been, you know, paying attention to them and some of the things, cause they've said a few things that have stuck with me. And, uh, you know, I, I've been actually getting a lot of messages from people here and people have been tagging me in tweets and stuff saying that 
tagging me in things that I've said here, being like, this is a sentence that really resonated with people, which I like because, you know, I kind of go into this further on the podcast, but I do, I'm that type of guy too. When I listen to a podcast, a lot of times someone will say something and I'll be like, holy shit. And I'll like, I'll press pause and then I'll like write it down. I have a little note, uh, quote section where a lot of times I'll write down quotes of people I really like. So I think it's, you know, really cool. And it's one thing when it happens in my stand-up because people are like, you know, oh, I thought this thing you said was good. And I was like, well, yeah, I've been refining that forever. But when some of my points are articulated on the podcast and they resonate with people, it feels very, um, I don't know what the right word is, but it feels very much in line with what I want people to be doing. Because hopefully, it's funny, but also hopefully every episode has two or three little things where you're like, fuck, that's such a good way of thinking. We talk about that. We also talk about what to think of the protests and all that sort of stuff. Either way, the only thing that I will say, guys, I got, okay, I got one problem off, one problem in. So I did uh, I did fix the thing so I have everyone on the screen for the interview if you're watching on YouTube. But for the first 30 minutes or so, my uh, audio was a little unclear. And then there was... But then we fix it, and it's also totally hearable, so it's nothing too crazy. But it gets the my audio actually gets a lot clearer around the thirty minute mark, and that's the technological world that I'm trying to figure out. And then on top of that, there was a one little part where we lost connection, so I'm just going to cut that out, and you'll just hear a little bit of a beep, and that will cut those two parts of the inter, inter, interview together. So, without further ado, check out these guys. They have very cool opinions on stuff, and they're they're pretty out there. Fun, fun guys. Just a couple of fun, fun boys. And these guys are definitely for the boys. All day. Give it up. Don't give it up, buddy. You know what I mean. I'm pretending we're going to do it live. Doing my host thing. All right. Revenge of the Sis. You guys are sort of, um, you know, part of this futuristic web community. No one always reminds me of is that it's almost like your your fucking like fan base and everything everyone's just like where are these people from i was doing i was doing your doing a few of your friends podcasts and it honestly feels like you know you could say whatever you want and it also feels like if at some point you wanted to be like hey jokes aside could i buy a kid you know everyone would be like haha but then someone in the chat would be like what race like you know actually (laughs) well well, white (laughs) it is pretty awesome it is it's pretty nice to uh to just yeah, there's always somebody that'll DM me and be like, "Do you did you really want to buy a did kid?" You, because I mean, like, I'll yeah, look, jokes right? aside, I can make that happen. That's what it feels like. <laughs> By the way, we're not buying children. We're not. Okay, we're, we're not. not. Wink. And if I buy a child, it won't be for sexual purposes. It'll be standard slave stuff, you know, like mow the lawn, take the garbage out, that kind of thing. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a perv. I just want to yeah. own people. You know what I mean? I don't think there's anything wrong with like that. Thomas, so did Thomas people Jefferson. always try to turn that into some kind of perversion thing. And I'm like, no, yeah. I just lazy. Mm-hmm. I was thinking of the funniest sketch would be to, because uh, you know how people have been flipping out. I saw this photo the other day and this guy, oh, fuck, I forget his name, but he's some big, you know, social justice guy. And he posted on his thing, a photo of everyone on the lawns. It was like, this is white people. Why are cops not taking them down? And you look at the photo and it's like pretty mixed race. You yeah. know, you, like, literally like three brown guys right in the front of the photo. There's like a, a girl there, you know, everything. It's a, very futuristic. 
and 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 I always thought it'd be the funniest sketch to just to get be like a a guy handing out tickets and arresting people for not social distancing, but only minorities. Like <laughs> <laughs> that would be great, dude. You should do it. You're out to do it. The videos. You should be just like obviously don't imp- don't impersonate a cop, but you just have like you know New York private security force and walk out there. Just give them tickets. Yeah, go to Why a group of twenty people and be like, listen, we got a ticket. You and just ticket the black guy. <laughs> Uh, that would be great, That's, except like you totally catch a felony, but it would totally not, be <laughs> felony. Is what I'm worried about. It'll be the news report. Uh, Canadian comedian killed in Central Park this weekend. <laughs> oh like, yeah, but any of the the I mean, if I saw a big group of thugs, I wouldn't be like, there, there's our target. I'd be picturing the guy with the backpack and the group of NYU students. Yeah, that's right. He would be, he'd only be t- giving tickets to the anime black guys. Yeah. He's like Dragon Ball. You could, link up, you could link up with my buddy Carl. He'd do it. Uh, He'll throw a cop uniform on and go right in there. He doesn't care. How great would it be to be like, you know, chick, here's a brown guy ticket, black guy ticket, white guy, you're cool, dude. And like wink at him, but everyone can see it. <laughs> shake their hand while social distancing. <laughs> Take your mask off and give him a kiss on the cheek. You know what? I was actually, uh, I listened. I actually had a few things I was going to bring up that you guys uh, have said over the the years. Because, you know, like, I feel like one of the main things on the boys cast that I've been kind of pumped about is that a lot of people will come be like, yo, that one fucking thing you said, you know, that I can't stop thinking about, which is a little bit of what I think with you guys a lot. Because I, this sounds like fucking lame as fuck, but I always like write down the quote when someone says something like that really resonates. It's kind of like, you know when you've been trying to say something forever? I mean, that's what good comedy is. When someone's like that, and you're like, I've been fucking trying to say that for five months, you know? Yeah, they can just crystallize it. Like, and, you know, make it like laser focused. Yeah, you articulate it. And, you know, a lot of times in my videos, like, you know, I did one about bartenders where it was like, everyone was just like, fuck, that's what I've been, tr-, you know, because I've been trying to be like, I don't know, these guys are fucking, lo-. like, it's not that they're losers. It's they think they're celebrities. That's what's annoying about them. Or the tattletale thing where it's like, you know, that's what you fucking... Because the other things that they want to feel like they're fighting a fight, you need to, you know, they're losers. That's what's funny about them, you know? But um, there's, there's a few of them, but in the middle... The, recently, you just had one a couple of days ago where you were saying that we live in a nation of Karens. <laughs> yes, we do. We really do. That's what it is. You know, it's funny because today we were talking about it on the show. And, uh, you know... Because it was the Corona snitch list. Dude, it's ridiculous. And it's funny because, like, we, you know, we make, we make fun of a bunch of different people, obviously, all the time. Blacks, and- Jews... Yeah, mostly. Mostly those, just those two. Just and women, and, and women. women. And women. <laughs> Probably women more than any other group, by the way. But we do make fun of everybody. But, like, whenever you make fun of, like, that one group, they think you only make fun of them. Because they, yeah, they'll pick it up. Be like, why are you? Like, today we made a joke. Cause we, we played, like, this stupid healing crystal retreat where this girl got fucking trucked because... Uh, the healing energies didn't protect her. And we go, see, is this what you want in your ethno-state white people? You fucking want your little ethno-states. going to be filled with these people. And then immediately, it's like, why the fuck you always make a photo of white people? I'm like, what? Oh, my God. They're actually kind of the most sensitive a little bit. Yes, they are. They are because in, you know, we were talking about the gender, but they bring up, they always bring up like, you know, we made cathedrals. We went to the moon. They go, yeah, but Mike, Mike had a great line. He goes, yeah, but you work at a pet boys now. So shut up. Seriously. <laughs> like you have no excuse. Like that's even, that makes your situation even more pathetic when yeah. you break it down. Cause you're like, okay, so your grandfather went to the moon, but you're, you know, you, you drive for DoorDash. I wouldn't exactly right. brag. It's the white people we was kings thing, you know. It's it's the same it's the same thing. <laughs> you can't make fun of anybody. Everybody's everyone's fucking hypersensitive. And the the, the thing of Karen's is hilarious. I don't know if you saw on Twitter, but there was this dude, this verified guy that was tweeting Chipotle, 
because the, the guys that were working at Chipotle, these, you know, minimum wage teenagers kind of had their mask pulled down. Cause it's hot. And if you've ever worked in a kitchen, like it's fucking hot back there. And he was tweeting, well, could you believe these? I people? have never worked in a kitchen. Never will, but I'm sure that's something both well, of you have okay, done. Well, but. that's because you're not Hispanic, but if you were, you'd understand what a kitchen life is. I also like, I didn't grow up like particularly around an overwhelming amount of white people. So like to me, I'm still like, you know, not since the show started doing well, have I really been around like, like actual, like I'm not talking about like trashy whites. I'm talking about like white people that like are like, oh, yeah, yeah fucking New York I City call, I call my reservations in ahead of time. Like weird shit like that. I don't understand that world. And like, I don't understand. One snitching. brown kid. Yeah. Like I don't understand snitching. Like I've, I've walked past like alleys where some guy is getting beaten savagely within an inch of his life and had a girlfriend be like, I mean, we should call it. And I'm like, don't, that's nothing to do with us. Like that's not our business. Oh, we help. You don't know family. what that guy did. I don't know the situation. Like it's not our business. Let's just get out of here. Oh, honey, take a kick. This is welcome yeah. to the neighborhood. So when these people are like, can you believe this? This guy is in here without a mask ordering a burrito. And I'm like, that's, that's it? Like, again, I'm like, you know what I mean? I, I'm, friends with, I'm still sending letters to my friends that have like literally murdered people. They're in prison. And I'm like, this is not really a huge deal in the grand scheme of things. Merch is always dropping the thing. <laughs> You're always dropping like the hard past. And I don't want anyone else to live that life, but you know, I've been through it so they don't have to. But you know, back in the day, I thought you had to get popped in my block. You had to get popped in my block. It's, it's, but I'm just saying there's plenty. Dude, of I actually grew up, this, like I grew up in fucking like, you know, Toronto area. It was super multicultural. It was only till I started getting into fucking entertainment and comedy that you're like completely surrounded by fucking angry white fucking people. Yeah, I, I love it now. Like, trust me, I, I won't like, are you kidding me? Like anything less than a Marriott now? We're like, ew, no, I'm not saying that. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like we're doing, I, I'm doing okay now. But yeah, back then it was like, I was used to just like, I could use a curb to just lay my head on and sleep for the night. Like, you know what I mean? It's, I don't want that ever again. But when I see people going, oh, hi, officer. Oh, these people aren't sitting uh, six feet apart. I'm like, are you fucking serious? Like, grow up. Yeah, we don't want to stay at any hotels where the doors face out to the parking lot. <laughs> like, exactly. That ain't for us. I was used to that for years, and yeah. now I'm just like, eh, who cares? Who cares? <laughs> Dude, you know what's funny? When I was doing that video, uh, the recent one I released where I was asking people to snitch on their family members and stuff, they literally, uh, every, the only people that didn't, that like said no essentially was like black ladies. Like I was like, hey, would you snitch on your family for five bucks? She goes, I ain't snitching on my motherfucking family. Get the fuck out of here. Like, <laughs> it's true though. It, it really is, man. It, it really is seeing like, I, I, did, you, dude, did you see what happened in fucking, was it in St. Louis? where uh, they had that hotline where you could anonymously, you know, tip people that are opening businesses or not social distancing. And then they forgot that they had the free, that they have like the sunshine state laws in Missouri. That's what, I, that's what you were bringing up. That's what I wanted to bring up. Cause I was like, this yep. is not so fucking funny. Yeah, so that it was like all these people's name got leaked and they're panicking because a lot of people were reporting their own jobs and their own employers. <laughs> And now they're like, oh, so uh, Susan, uh, I thought you said this job was full of shit or we weren't social distancing, <laughs> you dumb bitch. There was, there was so, so I know, like, I know people that run businesses and they say they just get fucking flooded with calls all day long, calls and emails that people being like, just so you know, there's a guy, you know what happened? Now? There was funny that three or four, I didn't include much of this, but three or four people, when I, when they saw that I was asking people to snitch, they, I didn't even ask them. They walked up to me and they're like, Hey, uh, just so you know, there's a couple homeless guys that have been hanging outside of my house. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get them to do something about that? Or? Oh, fuck. <laughs> and I 
kept being like, oh, is this Corona related? They're like, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's, if, if you're getting rid of people for Corona, if you could just take care of this, because it's yeah. probably Corona related. While, while we're at it, while we're at it, there's undesirables sitting on my fucking stoop. I'm surprised you get like any black people at all to do the interviews, because they, they usually are just not about cameras. Like, nah, yeah. uh, I would disagree. I'm doing a thing, and they're people. like, no, nah, no, get away from me. <laughs> if you go to fucking Union Square, the black guys, first of all, 90% of them are like, yo, would you mind if I like draw my Instagram? Like, they're always promoting, right? Always be selling these guys. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I've watched a lot of lockup. All of them are aspiring rappers when they get out in 25 years. Dude, yeah. Union Square, every second guy's like, yo, you mind if I drop bars? And they like grab the microphone for me. Like, I don't even have a choice. And then <laughs> the other times, sometimes they grab the microphone. They're like, you know, philosophies, hypocrisies, about SMs, you know. The whole <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> once they're done, this is the best. Once they're done, they demand to look at the footage. They go, yo, yo, let me see that too. And then sometimes you're like, okay, this is the five big, huge black guys. What are you going to do? And then you show them the footage and then he watches it and he goes, yo, bars, bars. Like at his own fucking rapping. He's <laughs> you should release a mixtape and give them none of the money <laughs> just take all of their raps and release them call them out of your trunk yeah hell yeah stand in front of laundromats and sell them shit <laughs> i was fucking loving the the nation of karen's thing because it's just it's it's so that's the thing that for me was the most the most egregious is that you're like Oh, how do you not see that a month ago you're the fucking normie fucking loser that was posting Karen memes? It'd be like, Karen wants to speak to the manager. And then three posts later, you're like, can you believe these people are fucking leaving their house? Like, how do you not see how fucking much of a hypocrite you are? It's, it's such a loser. I also love how they just believe it's so unfathomable that the Nazis came to power. And I'm like, but this is, you're, you're doing this right now. Like, at least, you know, at least the Nazis sold them on a really good story. Like, yeah. oh, these Jewish bankers are turning our kids trans and black. And you're like, whoa. Like, nowadays, it's like they're, they cough in, in a Chipotle. Holy shit. Yeah, let's call the police. Like, obviously, we need to get law enforcement involved here. Like, so it's like you're even worse than the Nazis. At least they were sold on a way crazier story yeah. than just like, oh, yeah, there's a cough that might kill 0.04 percent of people in oh, yeah, their no, mind right. <laughs> in their mind they see it as like not jewish people were like poor and like oppressed at the time the way black <laughs> like, that's how they see it you're not like no the reason this happened no you have all these things about like white men are the devil that was what happened then you fucking moron except when they were like we need to get rid of all these white lawyers someone came in there with like a stack of papers and was like Joe, you're going to want to see this. It wasn't white men. <laughs> Look, and don't get me wrong. White people are awful, but it's like every time we're listing off their sins, I'm like, okay, but hey, hey we're going to do black people next, right? Yeah, we're gonna, yeah. We're going to do women or we're going to do Jewish people. No, okay. More, oh, you got some more on the list. of. Okay, I'll wait. Oh, we wait. Need to, the we list need to kill never them. ends. And you're like, are we going to do anybody? Puerto Ricans, Dominicans? You know, like there's a lot of people, Chinese people. We get to somebody else. <laughs> do you ever get to use the Cuban card, Royce? Do you ever pull that off? But me, the, he no, does see, it fucking every two hours. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I understand. Like the thing is, I'll sit there and read Mind Confident. They try to come at me. I'm like, excuse me. I'm a minority. Oh, a minority can't read Mind Confident in the subway without being harassed. Sorry, racist. Yeah, like it doesn't matter what the topic is. Like a woman could be like reading a poetry about her her personal rape experience, and Royce would be like, No, I get it, but like. As a Cuban in America, you know, it's just like, you know, speaking like what's that to do with anything? Speaking of getting raped, <laughs> as rape. a Cuban American, <laughs> I was personally raped. Yeah, okay, my grandparents lived under communism, okay? Speaking so, like, of getting, I know a thing or two. Speaking of getting raped, Castro raped the Cuban economy <laughs> and then make it all about me. <laughs> 
I'm reading this book to make sure it doesn't happen to my people again. Yes, thank you. That's exactly what I do. So just read. It's it's a historical book. I think you should be allowed to read it loudly and then, you know, live what he says in it. That's it. Everyone has a different, like, anti-communist argument. Royce will be like, hey, I'm Cuban. My family came from socialism. I don't want to go back to that. And, like, I'm more of like a, if you try to take my money, I'll just punch you in your face. I'll shoot you. How about that? Like, don't touch my money. Leave me alone. Don't touch my money. It's my money. But it is I, funny, like, it, this, this whole lockup, the whole Karen thing. Like, I think everybody's kind of dated a Karen. Like, Karen's a, is basically the type of, have you ever been with I did a Karen, a Monica, a little bit of, okay. <laughs> you start Mambo number five. <laughs> Mambo number five over here, fucking Lou Bega. So uh, you started, a, they, you, ever, they, you always, Karens are basically the girls that you date that start fights for you. Like you're in a movie theater and they go, right, right. The, the biggest, blackest dude at the theater. And you're like, shut the fuck up, faggot. And then they go, you're going to do something about it? Like, I don't want to fight this guy, no. Karen. Leave me alone. One time like, I was at a bar. guy keeps staring at me and you're like, yeah, you spent like two hours dressing up like a whore tonight. What, what did you want? You want me to go fight <laughs> And this is the 10th time I brought it up. <laughs> yeah, did never he do this again. Did he well, talk to me? He just on. <laughs> You drag him out by the arm. Yeah, what's wrong? With you? You're the one that's a problem here. You're, you, this is what you do it to yourself. I had a, um, I had a girl when I was at in university. I was getting in a fight with a guy. Or no, she was sorry. She was getting in a fight with like a group of guys at the pizza place, and it was just me and her. And then she walked up to a guy and kicked him in the shin. <laughs> just straight up. You and you're like, hey, listen, oh, I'll fucking help you if you want. I'll kick her fucking ass. Do you know what I've thought about with the the program? Okay, so this is what I was kind of thinking that. With the, you know, because it, it, it's been insane the amount that everyone just straight up re, reinvented themselves as like an anti-social distance person. I actually did a little test of all of my main people that I know that were like crazy on fucking, you know, social justice stuff. And I went through their Twitters yesterday and I was like every single one without fail. I'm 18 hours deep and I've already had like 40 things about like, you're a murderer if you want to leave the house to get a fucking slice of pizza. You might as well stab your grandmother in the neck. It's almost like, do you guys know, you know, Westworld, right? It's almost like everyone's fucking Westworld, you know, robots. And they just got a new update to their programming. Yeah. Well, you know, it's a firmware update. They got a firmware update that like the new 2.0 version is now they're about this. It's funny because we talked about it on the show too. Like going through that, like I've gone through my timeline in the, in the same way. And what I find hilarious is how many people that were fuck the police man cops shouldn't be on the subways these pieces of shit cops are now like excuse me officer this guy's only five and a half feet away all the fucking sudden they love the police <laughs> like the police are their best friends in the world and i'm like wait but you just said yesterday we should kill all cops because they're nazis they yeah, actually, the i've actually heard what you said not even exaggerated i've heard somebody and i showed it to Royce like a month ago somebody actually said if you leave the house, you're basically a murderer. Like, it wasn't even hyperbole or anything. And I'm like, but no, I'm pretty sure a murderer is a murderer. Like, if I bury an ax into my neighbor's head, then I'm a murderer. I think anything short of that, I just kind of want to go get an egg roll and chill. I've seen that non and, and that's what I'm always like, okay, maybe the, 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 the best is the fucking, like, the Twitter hipsters, because they fucking have a tinge of, like, also, I'm a cool guy on their thing. Like, oh, fucking look at these losers not staying. Like, they, they still, they want to, they want to have the, like, the, uh, the opinions of a 50-year-old housewife, but they want to have, like, the coolness of, like, a hip New York guy. It's like, you don't get to have both. 
Yeah, you can't you can't be a Karen and James Dean at the same time. Like you can't. <laughs> Sorry, it doesn't work that way. And you're right. They want to be like awesome. It's like, hey man, staying at home and play my ukulele is really cool. No, it's not, <laughs> asshole. No, it's not. No, you get to be the guy James Dean fucked, the porn star when he did that yes. fucking <laughs> when he did gay porn that one time. <laughs> one time, sure. You know, my, uh, my buddy was saying he was like they were like what if your grandmother gets it or whatever he's like i think my grandmother would rather die than know that her grandson's a fucking loser <laughs> very funny he's actually stole that quote directly yeah. from her probably yeah. it's probably what she said to him word for word but it's, it's funny dude because it's it's also that i love that you brought the grandma thing because it's also the same thing where like these same people you go through their timelines a couple months ago like i can't wait till all these old people die off yeah. that okay, way boomer. <laughs> okay, boomer. wait till we take over and then it's like i don't want nana to get sick i'm like well hold on a second you wanted all of them to fucking die in an airplane yeah. crash yeah no offense ryan but you know because i've had somebody say to me too like how many people have to die before you take this seriously and i'm like listen when it comes to the constitution i will i'm my family's from new york i still have family there i will burn that entire state to the ground with everyone in it if it means defending like my right to go get a slice of pizza oh, like yeah, Roy right. said I, I mean I, I just found out about the constitution I'll kill every one of your grandmas myself <laughs> he actually when we brought that up somebody goes but wait a second your buddy Ryan Long lives in New York and I go sacrifices must be made yeah like look I gotta sometimes you gotta throw the baby out with the bathwater. and look I like Ryan Long but you know I like the constitution more I like my life more we'll you know give you I mean? a week notice <laughs> to move back to Toronto yeah we'll, we'll give you a little heads up I got that uh, what's that messaging app called Odigo <laughs> it worked oh, on 9-11 I'll just hit you up <laughs> hey Ryan you gotta gonna, get out of it. don't go to work on Tuesday <laughs> <laughs> Calling sick, dude. No, I've seen you guys are like hard, hardline fucking constitutionalists. Is that a thing? I don't know. People like to put people in boxes. Well, I mean, I, you know, like. people. I don't know because, like, I don't know. We're not like fucking walking out there with like with tattoos of the American flag or anything. Yeah, I'm not a three percent or anything. But, but, I'm but I, that but I'm, I'm more, I'm more. Of yeah, the, you have a tattoo of your last name on your back, like every other cool guy. It's, it's I'm an alcoholic. I got to remember it. And then like a cross. <laughs> you know, but then also like prayer hands because I killed somebody. No, it's not even a hard line like constitutionalist. It's just, it's just a leave me the fuck alone mentality. It's like, I, I don't really give a shit. Just leave me the fuck alone. Like, let me do what I want. I don't want the fucking government telling me what to do. I don't want Karen telling me what to do. I don't want anybody telling me what to do. You like, want your fucking naggy ass bitch wife telling you what to do. Yeah, boys. fuck it. Shut up. Yeah. You know, I'm going to do whatever I want. And it's just that like. Should be the, that should be added. If they're going to add anything to constitution, it should be thou shall get his dick sucked. That's and, the only amendment that I would be okay with. And remove the 19th. Women shouldn't vote. And I think we agree. We can all agree that women shouldn't have any political power. And I'm not like a hardline libertarian. Like, I understand I got to pay taxes and, you know, we have to have schools and like you know emts and police officers and i can't pull my dick out in a school and so like i know i understand there's like a baseline of rules that we all as a society have agreed on <laughs> but now everybody's like no nah, we'll just tweak the constitution a little bit now nah, we'll do it like emergency order what who cares right yeah, executive orders like, we well you can actually i think this was oh this was exactly what i was going to say the next thing with the boomers but well i think what you said on that was they were like if you're breaking the law you'll be treated like a criminal and you're like but it's not a law you're just but saying I, it no, you're just saying it is you're just making a rule you're like no you know what it's just an order it's an order it's kind of like a law except it has no authority behind it right because people people get mad at us because when, when this thing first happened like the first week people were 
fucking just our own fans a lot of them yeah because you guys were sort of ahead of the getting mad at this i i was too but i kept my opinions to myself a little bit on it <laughs> we do we get in trouble we get in oh, trouble took all the, the time fucking brunt. i saw you guys are out there here's Man, the beauty dude, of it emails though. death threats like it was crazy the beauty of that though is it's so worth it because we took the brunt of the abuse and now legitimate i'm still getting emails from people going yeah look, man, i'm, I'm sorry. really sorry like it's kind of worth it right. to have that moment of people going yeah look i die i've had that i've yeah. had people come around I've, I've been saying that to like the, my listeners that like you know mo- that uh, there's gonna be a lot of people that say you're fucking you know being insane for leaving your house and then in six months they were gonna be like that was pretty crazy hey eh? how they made us stay in our houses and you're gonna be like yeah that's what i'm saying well i mean i, I tweeted something like this earlier the other day a, a couple weeks ago but it's like it's a lot of the same people a lot of the fucking hipsters the one you were talking about that are like nobody should leave their house ever well except my uber eats driver because daddy needs his pizza like it's <laughs> like okay so your uber eats driver could fucking die right <laughs> it, it's it, it, people it, people got mad when we farted when we, when we started saying at the beginning like we were like this is dumb and everyone's like no it's not this is necessary and we kept saying they're gonna take it too far they're gonna take it too far and now they have videos of like cops telling people i know you're married but you have to stay six feet apart in public it's like it's my wife i live with her dude i was I, I run on the path every day and uh when i when i was running today two different ladies uh fucking uh, put their arm out and then did like a shoe motion to like stay out, stay your six feet away from me. And it made me like viscerally angry. Like, <laughs> I was just like, me at the post office. At the I was post just like, we'll fucking stay off the path then. Okay. I'm running on my side. Like you're walking down the middle of the path and you're like, give me more space. It's like, then don't run. If you want to be on the fucking path, if you want to be six feet away from people and making my responsibilities. Oh, I was just like, fuck off. You should have clotheslined them. That would have just fucking <laughs> clotheslined them and go, there you go. Now you distance, bitch. That yeah, happened to me yeah. at the post office. Like the post office, I think everywhere, but here, like, you, you know, you have to, you have to wait outside. Not, you can't even wait in the post office. And they have like these lines on the floor where you have to be six feet apart. And I went to the post office. There was a lady behind me that had the mask on, like the whole fucking regalia, like the whole, like oh, social distancing. And like, you know, I turned a little bit and I was just pacing and you could see her every time I'd walk just an inch closer, she would back up. And then I started making it a game where I kept seeing how far it could make her keep backing up. She didn't say anything, but you could tell she felt <laughs> so uncomfortable. That's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I went out, I went out to- Royce, her. You know, that'd be funny if like at the end of the day, she, you walked over to her and she's like, that guy fucking smells, dude. She smells bad. <laughs> This whole time, I didn't, I didn't care about this. He just fucking smells like <laughs> smells like old fryer grease. Yeah, but like I, I went to, I went out to dinner last night to the spot that I like. I know, I, I saw you guys. Been no, you guys really put the Kim Kardashian treatment on that uh, dinner. The amount hell of yeah, too, man. But yeah, so I went and like they know me there. So the manager came over and he's like, "Oh, hey, what's going on, man?" And he tapped my shoulder and then immediately he was like, "Oh, I'm so sorry, man. I, you know, I know." And I'm like. No, I think this is all gay and stupid. Like that's fine. <laughs> Put your arms around me, lover. Yeah, I don't it's, bother it's me at all. Gay, you know. Um, please, you please open up. Yeah, yeah I went to but, the restaurant. I went to the restaurant, and all the fucking wait the, the waitresses had fucking the mask on, uh, and I finally I finally got her open up. I'm like, you have to hate this. She goes, I hate this shit. I yeah. can't breathe. This is Ridiculous. fucking stupid. Yeah, and it's like you know, and then they act like oh, social distancing, we're all gonna be safe. And I'm like, bro, I'd like thinking like I would go down on your bartender right now. You know what I mean? Like, what, was, he, was, he, was he was he good looking? <laughs> that old man. But seriously, like it's just one of those things where it's like next tattoo. Like, yeah. Was it eating ass a huge meme like a year ago? Like nobody cared about that. Then, right? You, you, you know think you're I mean? getting fucking corona? From, you think and you're I getting could, corona from walking by someone three feet away but not six feet? It's like insanity. 
it's, that's a good point. All of these fucking assholes yeah. were like, I oh, yeah, eat yeah. ass, motherfucker. Yeah. And now you eat ass, and now you're worried about this. You and now you won't sit next to me at a restaurant. Like, yeah. calm the fuck down a little bit. I just want to eat my steak. Relax. And everyone in this whole I fucking another- city has had corona. Like, 100%. Well, we we got sick coming back from New York when we met you that first time. We came back and both got yeah. fucking violently ill. And so now that happens when you party with the big dogs. You need to recover. <laughs> and now they're saying like, yeah, probably a lot of people had it already, and probably in New York, which was the epicenter, we probably already had it. Oh, and that's for why sure. We went to Vegas when when Coffee McGee was right behind me, and he just wouldn't stop. Bumps on your dick. Do you have bumps on your dick? That's one of the things. That yeah, you it's like, dude, yeah. come on, at least wait till takeoff. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Wait till they dim the lights. But and like, a leakage, yeah, that's dude, t- that's classic corona. Coughing, and I think that was the only time in this whole corona thing where I started getting nervous. Where I actually went to the flight attendants, I'm like, "Are we gonna let old fucking corona mouth here just cough the whole time?" Like <laughs> he's right behind me, and they ended up, you know, upgrading us. But it was just annoying that um, I really do think we got it. We probably yeah, all got and it. And when we did, when we didn't, like, I don't even, I don't We even went to care. Gas Digital in the stand. We were hanging around disgusting human beings. Well, I'm we, sure to we be fair, it. we went to Gas Digital. So we either got the coronavirus or HPV. <clears throat> yeah, so, I'm not sure yeah. which one. We Tr- got jokes one on them. I already had it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Um, okay. And unlike Corona, you can't catch that twice. Oh! Whoa! Yeah, but the, the switch, I, the one thing I wanted to say, just to switch it from Corona, is uh, with the boomers, there was, a, there was this, it's probably one, there's like three things that I think were like always stuck with me that you guys said, but the first one was when they were talking about the boomers that didn't want to, they were saying you should spend your inheritance instead of giving it to your kids. Oh, yeah, and then, then you guys said that you should, <laughs> they want to they uh, take the inheritance and spend it on being a traveling drunk. Yes, that's so what they is. do. They want, they want to fucking just be a, go in their RVs, get hammered, and then their kids are... And that's the other thing. Like, dude, boomers, let me tell you something. They always say this line. The line is like, you know, when I was a, when I was a teenager, I worked as a janitor. Yeah, because a house costs $50, fucko. Like, it was a lot. Yeah. You could provide for a family of four working as a janitor. Now it's not the same. It's like bread was like three cents. Mm-hmm. Shut up. And then they... they that's in, in the, the boomer and then it's like a lot of these boomers you look back and their parents gave them land They're like here's my house son here you go here's some money Congre- you know yeah. i want to help you pay for school and now it's like you need to go to school but you better take out a student loan that you can't discharge from bankruptcy good luck yeah passing right. your home down by generation was supposed to be sort of like a, a, an immunization against inflation and they just stopped doing that and these people were like no i'm just gonna sell the home for cash i'm gonna get an rv and we're gonna drive through arizona so i can see the world's largest arrowhead and it's like, what? The, what? Like, I'm gonna get drunk here. Yeah, I'm gonna, gonna get... grow up in public housing now. Like, yeah. what are you doing? Every time I see an RV that's pulling one of those Jeeps, I want to slash their tires because I know exactly who they are. Be like, I know who you are. Your kids are probably starving somewhere, but you got to get a sticker for every state yeah. on the back of that bad boy. They're driving around Tempe, Arizona, with cameras around their neck like Japanese tourists, <laughs> so they can go see. So they can go see a fucking uh, a, a, a fucking statue dedicated to the gin blossoms. Like that's what these people are doing. It's embarrassing. The chin block. <laughs> it's it's all big band in Tempe, Arizona history, man. 
Oh, fuck. That made me laugh so much. Because <laughs> I know Steve. Rest in peace, Doug Hopkins. Oh, I don't know he was sad. sick. <laughs> and then the other one was fucking, when, uh, this is just a one-liner, but you said that, you're like, the, one of the things that people don't want you to know is that people actually get along pretty good when the fucking media isn't whispering in their ears who to hate. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Yeah, the media is just like one guy at a bar going around going, yeah, that guy called you the N-word. Really. 100%. I personally was like, hey, man, he's not like that. You should get to know him. But he just, he just kept calling you the N-word over and over again. It's weird. You're not even black. I know it's weird, but yeah, it's yeah. That guy over there. And then he goes up to the other guy and he's like, I don't want it. That guy just keeps fucking staring at you, dude. I don't know if he wants to fight or something. Like, said something about he's going to fucking grab your girlfriend's titties later. I, dude, <laughs> I told him he needs to chill the fuck out. And then they just walk out of the bar and watch you fight from their car. Because everyone's turned into basically Facebook or Twitter people. And, like, in real life, like, that's not – I mean, I, dude, I have fucking friends that are hard left, that are fucking hippies, that are liberal. I don't Different fucking races. And th that's what, yeah, we, that's yeah, what it's course. like when you grow up somewhere like that. People that have that opinion that everyone's against each other didn't grow up around fucking any other race or fucking class other than themselves. Yeah, and, and so it's it's you're right. People like don't give a shit. And honestly, for the most part, like if I go to a bar with a bunch of friends, we're never talking about politics, right? Like, and if you are, who gives a shit? It's not like you fucking yeah, exactly. And if somebody is, if someone's like, well, I actually think that Obama was a good president. I go, ah, shut up, faggot. And we joke around, and everything's right. fine. Like nobody cares in real life. Nobody cares, but like. Dude, a lot of people joking for years about keyboard warriors, but that's what happens. Like people just become like this so brazen online and go, I guess you want us all to die. I'm like, no, I don't. Like, I don't really, I don't really fucking care who I hang out with. And I don't care if they're fucking Jewish person. Or but also that's person. what I mean. Like fucking Europe a, a, as a POC. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And my, POS. my person of tucking. My preferred, <laughs> my preferred pronouns are he and spick. <laughs> I but, thought I thought POC stuff with Roy stood for purveyor of cum. Yes. Okay. So, <laughs> and you confused it. I'm a big I'm a big POD fan. Oh yeah, that's a huge <laughs> POD fan. Boom! You got they were the fucking yeah. best. I remember the whole thing was like the you, know that you know that they're Christian too. I'm like I don't care. I'm not gonna listen to them anyway. Listen, fuck you both. That album still holds up. POD it does. Oh, it actually does. Yes. Never knew I'd take a mic like this to Calabasas. <laughs> Whatever the thing was. <laughs> still, a couple, a couple, most of the songs still hold up. Oh, no, 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 don't be musical stuff. Yeah, POD and Saliva and Saliva. Those are hard times actually ran a pretty good article uh, recently, and it was like, uh, we sat down with the members of Stained or Disturbed. I don't know, one of those. <laughs> That's those those right. were those are what I call like strip club bands. Like saliva oh, yeah. the band that only plays at strip clubs now. Like they're not they're not going selling out concerts. And they were at one point huge, fucking huge. You know what's funny about that? Like Limp Biscuit, obviously they're a joke here, but when they go to Europe and stuff, they're gods still. Like they sell yeah. out arenas and shit. It's crazy. I want to go on one of those uh cruises. I've been trying to talk Royce into uh, going on one of those cruises and just writing it off. Oh, yeah. Because if we go and, like, do, like, one interview, and then we're like, yeah, we'll just write it off. Yeah. Let's go on, like, one of those, like, ship-rocked and go hang out with, like, fucking Chevelle or some shit, you know what I mean? <laughs> Dude, do you got to go on the 311 cruise. They do a big one. Yes. Do coke with the guy, the lead singer of Seether. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking new metal, the yeah. new metal reunion cruise. Dude, I had a buddy years ago when I worked in radio, Sully. Everyone's got their fucking dreads hanging in the fucking soup. <laughs> but dreads, buffet. Dreads, Dreads, but receding hairlines. Receding <laughs> hairline dreads. Dude, I had a, with the guy that trained me in radio, Sully, he's one of the coolest guys ever. He, uh, when he was like an intern, basically setting up a live remote, he got to hang out with uh, 
can't remember if it's Richard Patrick or Robert Patrick. Whichever one, Richard Patrick, I think, is the, the guy from uh, uh, the, the fucking filter. And he said he just basically got really hammered and did coke all night and just talked cash money shit about fucking Trent Reznor the whole night. <laughs> and he's like, I didn't understand it, dude. He's like, I never met this guy before, but he kept buying me drinks, throwing his arm around me and going, but you young guys, man, you guys are the future, man. And I'm like, I just, I'm just here to set up the tables, man. I don't really know. Like, he wasn't even on air at the time. He wasn't even an on-air personality, but this guy kept thinking he was the DJ. And he's like, dude, I fucking love your show, man. You're the fucking best. And so he's like, thanks, I guess. I don't know. Oh, I gotta fuck. go. I gotta go take this tent down and put those the guys all really thought they were like. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, the guy from Nickelback told my buddy that he goes, he can only fuck two girls at once in the ass because he's so bored of pussy. <laughs> and just like shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, how bad did he want that written in his biography? <laughs> like, but instead, the biography is like the guy from Nickelback. Yeah. yeah. We know the the reason why I brought that up was the fucking Amazon thing where recently there was a they're trying to do the walkouts at all the different buildings like you guys obviously you got more on the pulse than fucking anyone but they're doing the walkouts of all the things and there's like a big Twitter thread like when you do the walkouts and then there's all these Amazon people being like we're actually like getting paid four dollars extra an hour and it's pretty much like probably the best job you could have right now I've never been happier at an employer and they're like that's not the point you need to walk out and you're like what the fuck are you talking how is that not the point you're like and, and it's so dumb because like the people that are cheering because it's you're right it's not normally the people that are working there it's other people that like yeah there's, there, there, there's this like mentality of people that they they try to virtue signal but you could tell that they have disdain for the people that the virtue signal. Oh for. fuck yeah! No skin in the game whatsoever. Yeah. They're like, you guys should strike. It's like I have a family. <laughs> and the other part is, there's 30 million people without a job now. Do you know how quickly you'll be replaced at an Amazon warehouse in a second? Someone will take that job. Mm-hmm. Dude, yeah, there's I, so I, much of them. I've I've always been the guy at the job when people are like, bro, I'm telling you, we should go tell the boss we fucking quit. I'll be like, yeah, I'll be right in there. Yeah, you go first. <laughs> and, it's, and I've always been the guy. It's like, I'll take this shit. So yeah, just get rid of him. It's fine. I love I'll Congress. Look, I'll look, I don't care. Like, uh, yeah, we need to fucking fight for this $25 spot to get it to $27. I'm like, yeah, you do whatever you want. I, like, I don't even care if he pays me. It's not making a dent in my fucking income. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> if you know, you're I, fucking, you know, living or dying over this extra two dollars, like Jesus Christ, I'm not part of that club. I gotta say, by the way, because you brought it up, and I want to bring it up to you, your fucking Corona quarantine comedy video you made. That I've been great. sharing that. Oh really? <laughs> that because well, because you know, okay, you know, you talk about earlier how people crystallize things. Yeah. Mike and I have been talking about that like off air a lot. Like, oh my god, the comedy scene's gonna be fucking terrible. Everyone's gonna have fucking forty minutes on the coronavirus. And mm-hmm. that fucking two minute video you did was exactly what I meant. It's going Thanks, to buddy. Be, everything is going to be corona. <laughs> Dude, here's the thing. Like, I know we talk about coronavirus. We talked about it on this show just now. This interview. We talk about it on our show. Yeah. But, Side of it is like there's the no, elephant in the room, you know. Yeah, there's well, nothing, you're the elephant. In the I'm room, the elephant in the room. But, <laughs> but there's nothing. There's, there's nothing else to talk about. You know what I mean? Like, what else are we gonna fucking talk about? He says there's no news going on. No one's allowed outside, yeah. and even stories that aren't coronavirus. You have to talk about this. You know what it is? You, you can yeah. talk about other things, but you uh, the way that I kind of think of it is like, there's lots of other things you can talk about, but you op- you obviously like examine them through the lens of Corona to some degree. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're kind yeah. of talking about a lot of the same principles and discussions as before, but yeah. it's through the fucking lens of like, you know, 
this situation. And that's the first thing anybody's making small talk about yeah. if they're allowed out of their house. You know what yeah. I mean? Like every time you're going yeah. anywhere, people are like, oh, man, it's Corona, am I right? It's like, it's like when they pass the smoking ban and all the smokers would go outside to smoke that first year. Everybody's like, oh, <laughs> this is bullshit, right? <laughs> it's the same thing. I mean, they, people really connect over like three things and then we never really yes. want to actually scratch the surface and get too deep because then everybody wants to riot. But I mean, that's why I've always, yeah, like I've, I've been a big fan of Ryan's from, from the first time I saw him. I, I, I love your comedy and honestly if this were 10 years ago and i was still doing stand-up he would have been the epitome of everything i hated like he, <laughs> he would have been that guy i hated was jealous of and complained about like just outside smoking going you know he's not even from here right like <laughs> he's not one of us <laughs> dude i can't I, I came in new york and I, I could tell like the first time you the first time you meet people you can tell everyone's like oh fuck this guy and then every, as soon as everyone saw me on stage i felt like everyone was like all right well this guy's probably not going anywhere so yeah yeah no, it's, it's, it's true dude it's true because like you just you and I mean this with all due respect, but you look like a douchebag. <laughs> but the moment I that's true. But dude, I I the three of us fucking hang out in New York. I've never laughed harder than just fucking busted balls with you. It was fucking Fuck great. Yeah, dude, you yeah, and Danny so fucking oh, Danny's dude, great. That yeah, was he's the man. Fucking just when we were at that shitty little dive bar. Yeah. I remember <laughs> fucking just crying, laughing at some of the stupidity. It's uh, <laughs> because it, it's funny because you know. Well, it's funny we sat down as soon as we sat down. I hadn't even met you guys before, and like we, I, I barely said hi. Where we just like right into it, yeah, it was <laughs> fucking, fucking right into like how look at that faggot over there. Yeah, you yeah. Look at that asshole. <laughs> Fuck him <laughs> for no reason, for no fucking reason. But uh, yeah, you know, it's 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 kind of like a glimmer of hope too, because you know, you look at when we went to New York. I I will say that before that, I thought, man, the fucking comedy community is is yeah. you know what I like to call it a, a family, a band of brothers, uh, <laughs> a civilian. Ryan's like a band of was a hero, and I said no. And so, <laughs> but then you're like, oh, there's still fucking people that don't give a shit. Like that was the that was the best part about that trip. Like, oh, there's some people that don't give a fuck and are still actually trying to fucking be funny. And you know, I was watching one of your uh, one of your other episodes of your uh, of your boys cast, and, and you brought something up that I thought was a really good point. It's like a lot of people think that just being you know being an edgy comic is like, hey, fuck you, you loser, you fuck. Oh, yeah. And it's like, no, you have to have like some sort, like you could say those things and you brought, it was great that you brought it up, like you could say those things, but you have to have some sort of charisma behind it and you have to be kind of likable where you can get away with it. Like you just can't. Yeah. And a coherent it. perspective I find is the main yeah. one. I remember like, you know, a, a very specific example of that is someone was saying like something about, and it's, I'm not going to say that person because he's like a guy I like, but Jim was, Gaffigan. <laughs> <laughs> it was a friend of mine, but it would it would be kind of like at least when my family dies, uh, the police will go looking for them. And I was kind of like, you know, and it, it basically gets like a ooh or whatever because like they don't look for natives when they, you know, a lot of natives or trans people go missing or whatever, right? And I'm kind of like, but my point was like, what do you think on that issue? Like, do you think the cops are like need to look for them more, or do you think this is like an overreaction from the public and the reason that the they're in this situation of being murdered more because they're prostitutes? Like, what do you think of those two sides? And he's like, I'm like, you don't have an opinion. You just know that you say those words, and people will go ooh. And I'm <clears> like, so it's not good or bad, but I'm like, if you have no if you have no structure to like what your coherent philosophy is, then like you're just saying words that you know will make people feel weird. 
Yeah, when a trans person disappears, they just assume it's a suicide. Just go by statistics. Yeah, exactly. Just statistics. statistics. You know? <laughs> but yeah, no, there and there is a lot of um, leverage and capital nowadays in in being woke. Like, there's no more. Yeah. Like, you know, maybe a couple of years ago. Like, I remember a couple of years ago, there was this comedian. I, mean, I know he's still around. I'm not going to say who, but Jim it's a guy in your neck of the woods um, who was like woke before woke was being cool. And like, yes. That guy I'll give credit to because he, again, he was woke guy when nobody even knew what, what that was. And like, that's why I'll still put up with his shit now. Cause it's like, I got I, you, man. we're always a woke guy. Me, but now people are getting into this, this woke thing. Like, Oh yeah, I can get more gigs. And you know, it's like, ugh, stop it. Yeah. That's almost over. Like the, to me, it's that, that's the, to me, I, I see that as kind of like back in the day when the, whatever you want to call it, right wing or whatever, the, were the puritanical ones, they sort of lost the culture war. And you can see it just kind of happening the other way around. Yeah, I mean, I would hope it's so. It's never fun to be the puritanical fucking squad. And that's why right. this is sort of removing the party lines a little bit because you see the fucking woke left and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, puritanical Republican side. You see them, you know those memes where they see them holding hands? Yes. <laughs> And it's like, stop all comedy. But it's, it's, you know, it's, I think for me, it's, it's what bothered me the most about when this, when it all started shifting was, you know, there were certain bigger name comedians, you know, that, that made their career being edgy. Oh yeah. That like, like fucking being edgy and like, you know, saying things you weren't supposed to say, making rape jokes. And then when they finally made it, like they're like, well, that was the old me. That I always call it like closing the door behind them. Yeah. Where it's like, but you can't do it anymore. Times have changed, and it's like you know a great a great example of that is like you know uh, I think young Sarah Silverman might have been one of the funniest female, and I mean this, one of the funniest female comics. She was very funny. Her delivery was great, and then she just kind of became this woke thing. And she's had like a lot of her edgy stuff just wiped off the internet. Like it never happened. Yeah, uh, another yeah. one that bummed me out that I thought used to be really funny. is like Patton Oswalt. And now he's not even a comic anymore. He's just like an SJW Twitter guy. And I'm like, come on. I man. think I, there's lots of parts. I think we may have talked about this, but there's, there's a lot, there's so much to that. It's like, it's a nuanced thing. Cause it's not just one thing. It's, it's that a being edgy is a young person's game. C you need to have a little bit of like a, uh, I don't, I, I, I all or nothing attitude. Like you need to be willing, you know, like the craziest guy is the guy who has fucking nothing to lose. Like you need to be able to risk it all to like hit a home run in that game. So I think a lot of people don't have that, but that's a really good point. But I mean, look, look what happened. To, look, look what they did to Louis CK, you know, like what they, they made did him, made him funnier. Yeah. He did, did. You know what they really did? Like his new stuff is fucking, you're right, man. That's a really good point. The moment that they, that they, that he, because one of the bits that he had in his, his new special that not the new one, but the, the one that leaked was like, you know, what's, you know, what's not funny, like talking about making $43 million. Cause I made $43 million. You know, what's hilarious losing $43 million. And I'm like, <laughs> that's true. Cause that's it. Once you're right. I think that's a really good point. Like once you have nothing to fucking lose, what, you could do what you want. You could go where you want and people are going to yeah. follow you and people are going to fucking... Because you can't be scared, right? Like, I mean, really when I was, I think, you know, the comedy stopped right now, but I was pretty close to in, you know, as as tight and strong as I've ever been in the most like, and it's almost like there's a, such a fearlessness that comes with that being in your stride like that, that you're really willing to like take shots and chances on stage that when it fucking... You know, there's a point in those guys' career where Patton Oswalt's not in the clubs every night. Like, to take those chances, he doesn't have it in him, right? So it's like, you have to, and it is like, you, to almost, not to their credit, but like, 
a natural preservation thing is to have disdain for things that you don't want, right? Like this is right in the 48 laws of power, like have disdain for things that you can't have. Like he can't compete on the fucking, you know, edgy uh, new yeah. comedy. So he has to just say it sucks and be against it. Yeah. And you know, that's a good point. I guess when you have an NBC sitcom to lose, it's a lot different than, lo than losing a gig at the fucking ice house. You know yeah. what I mean? Of like I, that's a lot of money. Your your network TV. That's an easy, easier, easier gig. It's guaranteed. You know you don't have to travel around the country with your fucking friend in a in a fucking Geo Metro going from club to club. I do get that. There's a lot more to lose, and I'm not even against. I'm not even against self preservation. Like I'm fine. I I, yeah, I'm just saying that I don't even think yeah. it's conscious. A lot of time, I think it's almost like self conscious. They don't even probably realize that's what they're doing. Like you're saying, you're like, oh, that's people shouldn't be doing that. It's like, well, yeah, easy for you to say because you didn't stand a chance competing in that arena. Yeah, but but then you have people like, you know, a great example is uh, like Andy Andy Richter is a great example of somebody that he, Mike and I were talking about it yesterday off air. How like, sexy he is. He's so attractive. It's, it really blows my mind. He might be the world's most miserable man. Yeah. But he, like, so grumpy. He, he actively goes out. On Twitter. And like looks for like, not people adding him or anything. He goes out and looks for people to fight with. And like, I'm like randos. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like Mike was saying, he got into a fight with like a 16 year old girl that said something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Dude, what are you doing, bro? Yeah. You have, you have the easy, Andy Richter has the easiest gig that you could have. Like, oh my God. Yeah. Conan's sidekick. You have to have a couple zingers now and then, and you get paid $10 million to do it. It's like, dude, you have two zingers in an hour. Yeah, that's all you got to do. Then you get handed the zingers on a piece of paper before the show. It's not like you're even coming up with it. That's the so, dream. Yeah, he, you know, it's a funny story. Like, years ago, before we started ROTC, I, I got into a, uh, a fight with, with Lost Andy a bet. Well, yeah, I got into a fight with Andy Richter on Twitter. And no, then really? he, he retweeted me to put me on Front Street. And out of everybody that got involved was Will Forte. So then I had Andy Richter and Will Forte just screaming at me online. And I'm laughing. I'm like, I can't believe these assholes are yelling at me. To the point where Will Forte blocked me. Andy Richter fucking blocked me. And it was over some dumb shit. Like, it was over, like, Andy Richter tried to be poignant or something. Like, he's like, trying right. to be like, you know, hey, you know, I, I might be a comic, but I'm a truth teller. And I just called them out. I'm like, bro, you used to be funny. That's all I said. All I said was, bro, <laughs> you used to be funny. What happened? And he got so fucking pissed at me. And he was screaming at me for like an hour online. It's so fucking funny. It's almost like comedy has a recipe that they, comedy is like a language almost where, you know, in, if you spoke a language and someone says like, yeah, man, or like, yeah, man. Like, if you understand the language, you would understand the difference of the subtleties. But if you don't understand the language, you'd be like, what do you mean? He just said, yeah, man. Whereas in comedy, it's like, they, it's almost like they vaguely understand the language. And they're like, they know that you shouldn't like punch up and punch down. So it's like they vaguely understand the concept of finding the right target. But when you talk about something like, what they don't understand is like part of the recipe of what something means is how not allowed you are to do it. So when they're like, you can't say this, it's like, you don't understand that you just made it the thing to do. So it's like, there's so much like there's, it's just a language that they don't speak very well. It, well, it's funny because I think that actually ties back into what you were, we were talking about before, like being online and, you think maybe that's the reason, I've never really thought of it that way, but you think maybe that's the reason why people fight more on Twitter and on Facebook than in real life because it's text, right? So you lose a lot of the subtlety, like 
the way if, I, if like I'm talking like you said the yeah man thing you know like yeah you, you would catch how, how I mean it if I'm just talking to you but online it's like what do you mean yeah man and everybody I think online everybody now interprets everything in the worst way possible you know it's like that they, they must have meant that I'm a, that I'm an asshole they must have meant that they hated me and you could just say two words or or, or three words like I think one of the funniest things that, that happened was a couple years ago when 4chan played that prank and they just started posting signs everywhere like it's okay to be white and people were losing their shit but they didn't know what to say because because the prank is a perfect prank by the way right because what do you say to that what are you gonna go it's not okay to be right. white but it is yeah, it's, it is it's okay. total bait it's total bait but everybody took it yeah the, the the dark web was pretty good at playing prank for a while when they were getting uh yeah, what's that guy's name? Shia LaBeouf and stuff. Just <laughs> oh, God, that was beautiful. That was art. People, I mean, they people, drove him into a fucking mental asylum. You know what I mean? That when 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 they were sending fucking drones with flamethrowers on them to burn his "We Will Not Divide Us" flag, I'm like, that people that should that should be in a museum. Like that, what, what they did to him was art. Like they they made him lose his mind. Yeah, that was fucking. That was a real good shit right there. <laughs> Um, you know what the other one you, and then one more that you said was uh, when you did the article it was like how Hillary Clinton's so hot and you go Hillary Clinton's a dime <laughs> there, there's like of all like it was just way, it was it's kind of I feel like by the way it's like uh, when we're talking about the uh, the points that really crystallize something I feel like the ultimate one of those that was the ultimate kill shot do you remember when South Park said that Family Guy wasn't funny anymore, essentially, and they, they just called out Family Guy's photo, uh, Family Guy's formula? It was almost like, oh, I guess we're done with Family Guy now. <laughs> Dude, it's true. It was funny with the Family Guy thing. Like, like I think a lot of people really felt that way. Like when, because I, I, ha I feel like a lot of times Family Guy, like Matt and Trey, they, they, which I think they're still geniuses, and I, I think they. They, they, they talk through their characters. And I really felt they were talking through Cartman in that scene when they were telling Cartman, when, because when, they probably get it all the time. We're like, you would love Family Guy, Matt and Trey. They're just like you. And Cartman's like, people always walk up to me and they tell me, Family Guy's so funny. It's so funny. It's not funny. And then they broke down <laughs> the manatee balls. And it was all a that kill stuff. shot. It was literally like, you, every time you watch it, all you saw was that now. It was a real kill shot. But when you said it was, they, it's like they've been lying to people about all this stuff. And they're like, let's lie to them about this. Let's lie to them about that. And then, and then literally at around, you know, after like a hundred lives, they're like, let's just fuck it. Let's just tell them Hillary Clinton's fucking sexy. <laughs> so hot. Yeah. It's, the article, because when I read that, I honestly, even... when I read the article, I, when I saw the title, I always check, like, is this the hard times? Is this is the right. onion? Like, I'm like, this can't be, but it was like a legit article where like Hillary Clinton is beautiful. And it's like, look, how, is she, so, how is she so hot? I think was the, you know, yeah. how is she aging so great? And I'm like, she's aging like a fucking old avocado. And, but, but that's, it's like, it's, it's, that's where, I think that's where people, like you said, you start losing people, right? When you, you keep, you, you keep trying mm -hmm. to pass these, like yeah, you they, push things that are objectively untrue. And then it's like, all right, dude, come on, man. I'm on your side here. You're not, you're not helping yourself. They used to be good at lying to us. They're not anymore. Yeah. Well, cause they're so egregious with it. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know what you want to have? Sorry, sorry, what was that? No, I was just saying there's no nuance, but yeah, go ahead. You know what one I saw? So this is one that was really fucking egregious to me. So when all this uh, Corona stuff happened, I'd, I tried to sign up for the $1,200 or whatever, right? But because I didn't sign my, because I'm just a new immigrant, I didn't sign my taxes before. So I tried to look on the internet 
for like all this stuff about like, well, how do you, what do you do if you're an immigrant? Like, how does that work? Like, where do you sign up? Because they always want your tax form for last year. And the only thing I could find on the internet was like 10,000 articles about like immigrants aren't allowed to get the thing. And then when you click on it, it means illegal immigrants. So it's like, of course. And you're like, so they have 50 articles about how immigrants can't get the thing. And I'm like, oh, I can't. And then you look at they're like, so, but you're just lying. You know, that's not the same thing. You know, it's like, it's like saying, you know, rich guy steals, the government steals home from, you know, poor person. And then you look at it and you're like, some fucking homeless guy squatted in some rich guy's house while he went on vacation and they like took it away. It's just such a fucking, such a egregious lie. Or, or, or it's like, or it's like he hadn't paid his mortgage in like two years. And you're like, you were warned, man. What do you want? Yeah. Or they just went like some guy online was like, hey, let me have your house. And they were like, oh, and then they just signed their deed over. And they're like, I don't know. I get easily confused. It's, it's like, okay, of- but there wasn't like you, you, you had a role in it. You got to do it to yourself. Dude, it's, it's, it's very much how like it used to be kind of the other way where, you know, someone would have like a misdemeanor when they were like 14 and then be like working at McDonald's when they're 30 and they're like, you know, liberals want your want uh, fucking criminals handling your credit card information. <laughs> <laughs> Just these like crazy spins on it. You know what I mean? Well, that's what I remember. Is. I remember years ago there was uh, there was a big outcry in North Carolina where I lived because um, they were letting the they were having like the uh, you know the the prisoners like clean up the side of the highways and stuff. Right. And and news and some hysterical Karens were on the news going like I don't want these rapists and murderers free to clean. And I'm like they're not using like they're not using the rapists and the murderers. And that's what the news was pushing <laughs> like like the death row inmates were being allowed out of jail to clean the roads. And it's like that, but that's not. That's not the case. It's it's dudes that like got caught with weed and just want to get the hell out of the jail for a couple hours, you know? Like it's, it's just yeah. relax. No, they're getting super aggressive with the lie. And it's almost like we were we were willing to accept a few lies as long as we didn't have to like constantly be admitting they're true publicly. It's <laughs> you remember like forever in the in the in the, every time a guy was portrayed as like the husband, he's like, I just want sex and she doesn't want to give it to me. And then behind every guy's like, I mean, you know, she kind of wants sex more than me. So, like there's that but publicly we're just like every guy is just a pussy hound and the girls are always well oh, we're just my wife. I hope she fucks me. And we're like Fine, we're the dumb idiots publicly as long as you, we don't have to constantly be like saying it. Whereas these ones, they're like, you have to, you have to like believe these lies. You have to believe Hillary's hot. And you're like, fine. They're like, no, but say it. And <laughs> they want you to be saying them publicly. <laughs> you're right. That's a good point. Like, you, it's, not, it's not enough. Like, I, it's funny because I, I think it kind of all goes back. You know, it, it's a great way that to, to see what happened with like, with the with the, the trans community which is i'll be honest with you like i don't if you're fucking over 18 years old i don't give a flying fuck no, if you want to do whatever you want but then what happens is is that you see some dude with a wig and then if you call him anything but beautiful you're a bigot and i'm like well wait a second like i'm allowed to go this guy looks ridiculous right yeah. like even you know there's some good ones don't get me wrong we've all made that mistake right fellas but uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know I know. I, mean? I thought like, it was fucking. Not even doing. <laughs> I thought it was it pre-op, and then I got post-op. I'm like, oh, yucky, poo-poo. Dude, I guess I'll suck on my fingers. I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't even need to be a trans person. Like, I, if I have to be told one more time that I need to acknowledge that Lizzo is beautiful, I'm gonna fucking punch somebody. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. You know what it is? Yeah. It's kind. Of, it's kind of like if you want to be the one that calls the shots. You know, like. 
if you're going to be the boss, you don't get to also be like the cool boss. And it's kind of like, they want to, like all these people want to be sort of the boss and in charge, but they want everyone to be like happy with it and think they're cool. It's like, no, if you were going to call it, like that was what it was forever. It's like the people that kind of were like, this is how things are going to be. You know, you're going to believe these rules and everyone's like, and then everyone else gets to make fun of you. That's kind of how the system works. But now the whole eco, but I mean, I think, I really hope you're right, man. I really hope that it's coming back the other way. I, I think that, most people are just like, all right, enough. Like, Wait, I don't care anymore. You know what I would say would be a, a, an example of how it's coming back? And I wanted to ask you as your opinion on this, actually. But the, if it's starting to be cool, you know the phrase, the dirt bag left? Have you guys? No, that's no. So I've kind of heard. Oh, people, is it like Bernie? Yeah, like come down or like, you know, you'd call them like the dirt bag left. Like a lot of people on the left oh, yeah, 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 yeah. have okay. kind of started identifying as like they're the dirt bag left. And it was like, to me, that was kind of a perfect example of like it, this whole thing starting to break up and people being like, yeah, that stuff's not cool anymore. It's almost like the first step was like, people are like, okay, but I've been a fucking liberal my life. I, you know, you grew up where it was like, yeah, obviously I'm this, whatever. And then, you know, realistically, you didn't even have to think about your fucking political ideology. It didn't have to be in your fucking Twitter bio up until five years ago, you know? And it's, so then they're, they're like, so I'm not a fucking Republican. What am I? And they're like, the dirtbag left. And you're like, oh, you're giving me a way to hate all of this fucking liberal shit and then keep my identity. Boom. And I feel like that was a perfect start of like where people are sucking sick of this shit. No, I mean, I, 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 get, I get that. And I, and I think there's, there's a lot of that stuff. Uh, I think there's, a, I don't know if there's a name for it, but there's, there's a lot of that going on on the right too, where it's like, you don't have to be puritanical. Like, I'm, sh- I'm, I'm sick puritanical. of- It's never fun. I'm really sick of everybody on the right going like, oh my God, you kiss girls on the mouth, you degenerate. I'm like, shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like you jerk off to porn occasionally. You can't want lower taxes. No, suck my dick. Yes, I can. You know? Right. And that's the kind of, that bothers, it's, it's the same thing on both sides where most people are like, no, no, no. I want to go to a strip club sometimes, but I also want lower property taxes. What do you want? Uh, you call me whatever you want. Can well, I not? Right. Yeah. Yeah. With, with that, the phrase would kind of probably personality wise describe you more than fucking you'd align with like people from the fucking young Republicans club or whatever no. the fuck. So yeah. I think that's, that's the start of the merger. Fuck. It's the merger of like, okay, there's cool people and then there's losers, what it should be. Exactly. Yeah, that's kind of how it should have always been. We got to start putting people, nerds, back in lockers again. That'll fix things. Yeah, because it's like are- you're having a, a, a discussion with somebody, and you're like, "Yeah, no, we agree politically," and then it's like, then they find out, and they start calling you a race traitor because you're like, yeah. "Because I like black girls." And I'm like, no, "Fuck down!" Like Jesus, like yeah. you know what I mean? It shouldn't really get that far. And I'm like, "You're misogynizing. You're degenerate. You're watching pornography." And I'm like, "Well, yeah, I just, I just want small government. It's that's not, all I want. It's not even pornography." <laughs> You, if, if, dude, you can't even watch Netflix anymore without being go. You're watching Netflix. You know Obama yeah. controls the Netflix. I'm yeah. like, dude, shut the fuck up. All right, you know I they made, watch a, movie. They made a movie where Jesus is a homosexual, and you're like, I'm not watching that movie. I'm not gonna There's watch that one. An array of pro- projects on you <laughs> that I was. Well, that's why it's like oh, that's the man. step too. It's like I mean, if you think about it, you guys are kind of making fun of fucking people on the right or whatever because you understand that culture, right? The same way, but you also understand liberal culture because you probably grew up a certain way and fucking you know been around that your whole life. And it's like that was always the problem with fucking making fun of people on the right is people were doing a caricature of it because they didn't grow up with those people, they didn't really know them, and now people like you guys who sort of 
right wing people are sort of in the mix now. They're, you know, they're not as lame. So you guys actually do know how to make fun of them the way that Portlandia can make fun of people on the fucking left. Well, here, here's what happened. Like, so can we talk about this all the time? Like, there, there was a small window there, right? Like, early 2016, there's a couple months like, where it was like, holy shit, it's kind of cool to be on the right a little bit where it's like, Trump does, Trump's calling Rosie fat and telling people, I don't care, I bang models. And it was like, wow, it's kind of cool. For, for, for a while, they're like, the left you know, they had, they, they were cool. Like they were the cool kids that like, you know, we're making all the funny TV yeah, and John Stewart and all yeah, that. Yeah. For the left for a while there had, had the, had the cool factor. It's like, Oh, we're cool. We don't give a fuck. We're going to make jokes about everything. Dude, just watch old episodes of Reno 911. For example, like there's some brutal stuff in there that you couldn't get away with now, but you know, they stopped being cool. Once they started going like, well, actually you can't make fun of minorities and you can't make fun of gays anymore. And they stopped being cool for a while there just for a small window there was the right was like no fuck you i'm gonna say whatever i want i'm gonna be cool but then what happens is all the fucking nerds come out and they go you better not like women anymore you better you you better only you better only have sex during marriage you degenerate and you're like all right see we were cool for a second and now we're not anymore thanks a lot boys because it switches back and forth always but uh, uh, Charlie Sheen was raping one of the Corey's minor trailer. I'm going to need you to do that a third time. Oh, sorry. fuck. God All right, damn we're going to do it one more time. Three. <laughs> oh, fuck. When, put it this way. When Howard Stern was doing his show, it was the right-wing people saying, yo, you shouldn't have these people on. Now it's the left-wing people. Like, you know, people would say, like, oh, you shouldn't have these guys on. I'd give him a platform. It's like, do you like Howard Stern? Okay, well, he had the leader of the KKK on a bunch of times. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Which, by the way, those were the greatest segments ever. Yeah. Those it's hilarious. Weird. Dude, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Fallon got in trouble for tussling Trump's hair. Are you, stealing, are you stealing internet from the nail salon downstairs? We were talking about telling truth to power, I believe. Yeah, we... talking, yeah telling truth, talking truth to power. Yeah. Uh, holding... The one thing I was actually talking about is because I, I find that's such a thing that people will be like, you know, oh, why would you have that person on? And, you know, even like fucking Rogan's always getting shit for have, why would you have this guy on? And you're like, literally none of you said anything when Howard Stern had the fucking head of the KKK on and then joked around with them as he like fucking said the N word. And you're like, because you understood that anyone watching this wasn't like making some good points though. No, they were all fucking laughing at him. And fucking that's what Howard Stern knew that that was hilarious to do. Dude, when when Stern had Bill Maher do politically incorrect and had and Daniel Carver in it, and oh god, it was one of the best segments of all time. The disgust on Bill Maher's face the entire time. Yeah. It was just amazing. It was so funny. But yeah, nobody like you said, nobody was ever like, well, yeah, this guy's got some points. I mean, but they let him just run wild on FM radio. It was crazy. Like no. Some of the Daniel Carver stuff, some of the funniest stuff I've ever heard from radio. It was so awful. Well, it's like Rod and Fez used to have Shirley Phelps on like all the time all the fucking time the Westboro Baptist person and it was nobody was going you're right I also hate fags like that was never happening no of course not that's why I mean that's why at the end of the day all of the people that you guys are kind of making fun of on both sides essentially what you said they go to the puritanical the side whereas I can see with certain people and I always thought as much as people trash Gavin McInnes, I thought he was one of them. I think you guys, like Dick Masterson was that, where it's like, you clearly care about putting on a good show and being funny more than you care about, like, getting your opinions, or like, changing people's minds, if you fucking give a shit about that at all. Well, even the Gavin thing, like, we've even said, like, we, we don't like, some, especially some of the stuff he's done lately, but 
we've never said, have we ever said Gavin's not funny? Like Gavin's funny. Gavin can be very funny. No, you kind of beat him up uh, on some other shit. Yeah, yeah, he's just a terrible human. Yeah, but, 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 <laughs> but he, he does be, a good show. But he, but he is funny. Like, you know, it's it, one thing doesn't mean the other. Like, and honestly, at the end of the day, I'd rather there be more funny people than not funny people. Like, I, I think that's, that's more. I was, I was kind of thinking about doing interviews with some, some of the bigger names that like weren't uh, really comedy people. Like my publicist represents Roger Stone. And I was like, Ooh, that could be an interesting person. But then I'm like, the fuck do I want to talk to Roger Stone about? <laughs> I don't know. Dude, if you could get Roger Stone, are you kidding me? Yeah, that's you, a big you, you have to get Roger Stone, but talk about none of the political stuff. Like mm-hmm. that's the bit, right? You get him on and you talk about Ask if he's a dog team, person or a cat what his person. favorite finally got Roger Stone. He was censored for for six months and now he can speak. And it's just the whole interview is just like, so anyway, what's your favorite kind of bread? I like ciabatta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the bit is to get somebody like that on, but then only talk about yourself. Like right. ask him what his favorite bit of yours is. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> What's your favorite part of my show? What was your personal favorite episode of Boys Cast? I just saw someone tweet this, and I want to read it to you guys. We'll get out of here soon. But People aren't out there protesting to be waitresses and hairdressers again. People are out there demanding that their waitresses and hairdressers go back to work. The idea to force the service industry to serve them despite the risk of servers. If you have ever wondered what modern white America would think about slavery today, consider it the white women yelling and screaming because no one will die to do their frosted bangs. This is, these are the same people that if a new iPhone came out right now, they would fuck social distancing and stand in a mile line. Like it, mm-hmm. it's, it's, and again, like I said, they say that, but they're still ordering Uber eats. Like there's, there's still, somebody's going to be put at risk. Right. And this isn't about white America wanting to go work. This is about waitress and waitresses wanting to fucking have money. Like that's really what it comes down to. It's not about they, cause I, of course it that, is. Yeah. I have friends that work in the fucking service industry and they tell me all the time, they go, dude, I want to go back to work. Yeah. I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, dude. I worked in I worked and lived in Tampa for years. And that whole city is like basically all service industry people. And I've got like legit friends that are like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I might just like, I guess, kill myself or something. I mean, at this point, like, what do you do? Like, <laughs> so it's not, it, trust me, they're not going like, I don't want to go back. There's a lot of people that are like, I would fucking suck the devil. And there's a lot of people who fucking spent the last 10 years di- like building a fucking business for their family. You know, I own people that spent five to 10 years building a business and they're like, you're like, oh, we'll take it alone. Well, they can't carry a $150,000 loan because they're barely making it as is. So yeah, if they could carry a $150,000 loan, they would have $150,000 extra if that's the kind of fucking margins they're working with. And you're just like, oh, where yeah. do you even start? Yeah, it's always people that like, it's always people that only only, ha- only have an Etsy store that don't really need to work. Yeah. That are fucking telling you like, <laughs> I don't understand. Why don't you just always stay home? Like, I don't get it. It should be easy. Don't you want to be home? It's always people that have like a fucking seven bedroom house with a pool telling you, uh, you don't want to be trapped in your studio apartment for the rest of your life? No, I don't. Right. No, I don't. I do. I want to leave. And they're like, uh, excuse me, why don't you just take advantage of the small business loans? I can't because the Lakers and Amazon just to call the money. <laughs> So but yeah, even to go against that, it's like, because not to go against it, but like if people are like, oh, it's the fucking small business. It's like, you guys are fine. I'm fine. Like, this isn't going to fuck me over. Like, I'll be fine with four months of not making like my normal money. You guys are probably fine. So the fact that you're saying this, you're like, it's actually the opposite. It's not fucking you over. It's not personal. It's like straight up principle. Yeah, we're, this is the truth. We're making more money during this. Like, 
when this opens back up, we're going to probably make less money. We're making more money because people are at home. People got their Trump bucks and people are watching all the shows, donating a little, <laughs> a little bit more. And it's like, so it, it's not, it's, it's not for us. I don't, I mean, shit, keep it locked up. We'll keep making money. But you know, it, I don't, I, I, like, I actually like people always go, you guys are dickheads. But the reality is like, I feel bad for people. You know what I mean? Like, like I actually, I feel bad for, for people that have to work every day and you know, they're bartenders and shit like that. I'm like, come on, man. Like, those people want to leave the house. They want to make more money. They want to make tips. And like in Florida now, like the restaurants opened up at 25%. And I'm talking yeah. to the people that work at the restaurant. This sucks though, because I'm making no money still because now I can't collect unemployment because they gave me my job back. But 25%, that's 25% of the tips I would normally be making. Okay. Or, or sorry, 75% less. And it's like, this is, this is all bullshit. I love it when uh, the, <laughs> it's always funny the people that are like, yeah, I guess oh, if I'm not doing this anymore, I guess I'll just get a job at a call center. And then you're like, yeah, I mean, you probably can't. Uh, <laughs> they like, they, they go apply and they're like, yeah, I mean, I guess I couldn't do that either. So <laughs> The only people that are hiring now is like Amazon, Walmart, and Uber. Like pick, pick your poison. That's what you get to do. Hey, what do you think about... I, one of the things I've gone back and forth on, there's the kind of like the narrative that the government's, you know, using all this stuff to give money to big corporations. A lot of people are like, you know, everyone's getting very little money, but really the government's going to line the pockets of like the fucking banks and the airlines and all that stuff. And to me, I guess, so I agree with the airlines. It seems like totally uh, not moral that the government's just constantly like handing out these big balls of cash every time the airlines go out. Because you're like, well, for starters, someone, you know, Warren Buffett could buy an airline if he felt like it at whatever price it goes down to. So there's actually really no reason. You know, any of these businesses, it's like, at the end of the day, someone can buy them. There's tons of capital in America. But I guess the bank one, I'm hearing like everyone kind of say, and maybe this is like, you know, me fucking doing like a basic Keynesian economics degree or whatever that's infected my brain or whatever the fuck. But everyone's always like, they, they make the interest rates lower and then they allow you to sell that out. And that's like, they're just lining the pockets of the banks. But I'm like, yeah, but anyone can start a bank. So it's not, so I don't know. I guess I don't see that one as, un, as unfair. They make the zero interest rates and the banks get to take this money and then lend it out to people. But the part that I guess doesn't seem that fair, but it's like anyone can take that deal. If you start a company, you can now get that money too. So it's not just that they get it. Whereas the airlines, it's literally like, here's these five companies. So I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? Well, first off, I agree. Airlines can get fucked. Like I, I'm really sick of airlines. Anytime like they stub their toe, they, we need a bailout. Like fucking airlines are, are especially after 9-11, airlines have always have been treating us like crap to begin with. So I don't feel bad for them at all. Right. And you're right. Look, like I think the, the, the truth of the matter is when they say bailing out the airlines, planes aren't going to go away. Like they're just a scare tactic. Like flying is important. Yeah. Okay. The planes are there. Like the staff is there. You're right. Forget Warren Buffett. Jimmy Buffett could buy a fucking airline. Like, you know, <laughs> fucking Margaritaville airline. Sounds awesome. Right. But so airlines are going to be there. This stuff when they're bailing out of airlines, what they're really bailing out, is the people they owe debt to. Like, they're the ones being bailed out. They're the ones that are getting the money because the planes aren't going to go anywhere. The, the supply and demand, people got to fly, right? When this opens up, people have to fly. But as far as when it comes to bailing out the banks, like, 
I don't know, man. I'm, I'm always a little, I'm, I always get a little, the zero interest rate stuff and I get it. Anybody could apply for it and this and that, but then you have to look at what the fucking banks were doing during the housing crisis. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, well, that were, seemed, that seemed way more aggressive. That seemed different yeah. to me. Yeah. And the, 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 the problem is with bailing out the banks too, is they're never going to bail you out. So, right. you know what I mean? It's, it's not like they're, they're providing this amazing service. They're, it's literally usury. Like we're bailing right, right, out right. usury. That, that's right. <laughs> that, that, that's, that's a really good point too, because it's like, Oh cool. Like the banks, the banks, uh, they get bailed out. Right. Okay, cool. Go call your same bank and tell them, Hey, I can't pay for my car this month because they're, n- they're never going to go. It's okay, pal. Don't yeah, you yeah. worry about it. Like, yeah, the government's not. not helping out drug dealers. Like, excuse me, I provide a vital service selling heroin to pregnant women. Like, where's my bailout? But they're not really getting bailed out any different than anyone else, I guess. is what my, I guess what I'm arguing, like, it feels like the bank argument, well, like, I want to agree with it, and they've been right, like, most of the other times they bailed out the banks. But the, the zero interest rate argument, I just feel like, is kind of uh, flawed, if that makes sense. I mean, maybe. I mean, yeah. You know, the zero interest rate thing, you're right, because then anybody could apply for it. Because like, when they were bailing out the mortgages, that, that was, yeah. Yeah, that was different. But I guess I guess it's one of those things where it's like the bank is like a girlfriend that's cheated on you. Yeah. And even <laughs> even if you go, even if you really go, well, this time they're not going to and there's no way they will. You're like, I don't know. Even though in this situation, <laughs> you're probably not. I don't know, man. I mean, maybe, maybe not. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. So I, I always get kind of weird. I always get worried with any bailouts, like the auto bailout, like any, any, any time the government is, is giving money to these people, they're not giving it back. Like they're, I mean, I guess you're right. The zero interest rate thing is a different animal, but, but still, you know, at the end of the day, if, if when this is all said and done, like people still have to fucking pay their rent, you know, people still have mm-hmm. to fucking pay their mortgage. People still have to fucking pay their car payments. And Guess what? If you got locked into a high interest loan before this, they're not going to go. Now it's zero. They're not doing that, you know. Yeah. And, and that's the companies that are are um, they know we're going to bail them out every time. So it's encouraging their bad behavior. It's like if 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 we yes. went to Vegas and we sat at a blackjack table and somebody said to me, "Don't worry, Mersh. Every time you fucking run out of money, I'm going to come over. I'm just going to hand you ten thousand more." Like. I'm going to start playing really sloppy and aggressively. Oh, you're going to fucking take the wild shot. (laughs) Of course. But the problem is, is that when they win, they're like, no, 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 but I keep the money. Dude, my buddy's like that with the fucking stock market. He he literally every, every time he fucking, anytime a stock, like if I, if I tell him, I'll be like, yo, I I would sell that because you're a little high. And then if it goes up, he'll literally message me every day and he'd be like, you cost me a thousand dollars. And I'm like, that's not how this works. You don't get to like, if, if I fucking, he's like, oh, I'm going to bet red. And then, he, and then he sits there 10 times, and every time it's on red, he's like, oh, come on, you owe me money. It's like, yeah, I also saved you money all the other times, you fucking retard. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. It's, it's like it's, the Japanese guy from Casino, you know what I mean? He just doesn't know when he's, when he's up. Just be happy. How do you guys reconcile the point that, like, you agree fundamentally with the protesters, uh, but they're all losers? <laughs> oh my god we've been through this on the show thank you so much we actually had a debate about this on the show where you know i absolutely agree and and mike brought a good point up with the protesters like if they were out there and they were protesting just going we want to work that's fine but the fact that they're going out there with trump flags yeah, and MAGA right. hats and q stuff you're like oh god so you know and this is not the best look you're you protesting know? the state but you're holding up pro state signs yes yeah. <laughs> 
You're like, it's one of those things where you'll see people online being like, look at these lame protesters and you take a look and you're like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to be defending that. (laughs) Yeah, what do you do? But, you know, then again, like the other alternative is just not protesting. Like I actually saw this video today where this woman in California, because the beaches are closed again, and she was out at the beach, like, you know, just walking and a cop walked up and was going to, trying to arrest her, right? a group of these protesters just not violently, but just started surrounding the cop to where the cop went, <laughs> put his hands up and goes, okay, sorry. And he left and he just left and he didn't arrest mm-hmm. her and he left them alone. So I think these protests would be a lot better. And I mean this, and I honestly, wouldn't the optics be better if they went dressed up in their fucking Chili's uniform or their, you know, like, you no, know, think about it, like their service yeah. uniform. Like, I just want to work, motherfuckers, instead of their Q flags and stuff like that. I think that would look a lot better because I mean, it's the same thing as the left wing ones where you're like, is this a feminist march? Like, why do you have a why do you have a party t shirt on? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, I, you know, yeah, and they and turned I'll, it into a Trump march. Yeah, I think honestly, a more effective tactic. You don't need all these protests either. Just don't listen to them. Like, if enough people just don't listen then they really can't enforce it. Like they, Which is I just got an happening. email from a listener in Michigan. Yeah, that, yeah. like I know uh, a guy in Michigan that was telling me, he's like, yeah, everybody just got sick of this shit this weekend. We all went to the lake and like a bunch of people were down at the lake at this park and the sheriff showed up and he's like, you guys all got to get out of here. I'm going to arrest you. And everybody's like, yeah, that's great. And I just ignored <laughs> him and just stayed. And nobody was, nobody was chanting slogans. Nobody was holding up signs. Nobody was protesting. They just were like, yeah, we're not, we're not going to go anywhere. And the cops sat there and he, he circled around the drunk parking lot a couple times like, oh, you're going to get it, buddy. And then he just gave up and left. He said nobody left. He didn't, they didn't even have enough sheriff's deputies and cars to pick up all these people. And they were like, eh, forget it. Yeah, what are we going to do? Arrest everyone <laughs> in the world? So you don't need a protest. Just don't listen to them. If in everyone- Toronto, apparently they handed out like 500 tickets last weekend at the one park that everyone hangs out at. It's like a cut day at school. It's like they're not going to suspend all of us. So if we all just cut. What are you gonna do? Yeah, they always warn you. They go, anybody that on the cut day doesn't show up is yeah. going to get. And then every, they don't ever do it because they're not going to suspend the entire school. You can have your graduation rate drop by 30% yeah. because a senior class didn't show up. You're not going to lose the state football championships because a couple kids didn't want to show up the last day. But I agree with that. I, that. That's been happening in a lot of places. Like even here, the lockdown technically ended uh, Monday here. So, uh, but even before that, like a couple weeks before that, there were people on the roads, there were people at parks and honestly, what are you going to do? I, I think, I think people forget sometimes really, what are they going to do? Yeah. That there's more of us. And I don't, I'm not talking about, yeah, I'm not talking about left or right, by the way, I'm just talking about, there's more of us like people, there's more people that are like, if enough people show up first off, cause I always hate that argument with, with people kind of do with the second amendment where it's like, Oh, uh, hello, sweaty. Why do you, you're going to fight the government? They have drones and they have tanks. I get it. But do you understand the optics of yeah. using drones and tanks against a civilian? Like there yeah. would be fucking international war crimes. So it's the same thing. Like there, you don't need to go out there. You don't need to yell at anybody's face, but enough people go, no, I'm going to go, dude. Do you don't think that right now, if every business decided, no, no, we're going to open fully, do something about it. it. What are you going to do? People are just going to go, oh, okay, I guess. Like, Give a business fines that's already like about to go bankrupt if it's not going to open. Like, Give us a fine. It's like, okay, well, I guess expand the loan you're giving me and I'll pay you this fine. (laughs) 
you're going to give me the money anyway. I'll get you back with your own money, you fucking morons. And it's also like, you know, that, that whole argument's weak because people go, oh, yeah, they have uh, planes and tanks. It's like, yeah, you know, also I had a bunch of planes and tanks, the Soviets in Afghanistan, and they got wrecked. Yeah. Like, so, you know what I mean? Really, it's by a bunch of dudes wearing, like, pajamas in a, in a cave. Vietnam's so, another great example. Yeah. yeah, exactly. We got, we got fucked, wrecked by a bunch of... No, a lot of people farmers. fucking... Yeah. I, you know, that was one of those ones where it's like, I would think that too. Why would, oh, what are you going to fight back with your guns against the government? But you're like, no, that actually does work. <laughs> and like, and if, if, if you have a bunch of people have guns, it's the threat of the guns that keeps them away. Like, you know, it actually does work. You know, police don't want to fucking be at war with their own country because all it takes is, you know, another government to be like, yeah, let's impeach this guy. Cause he just killed like a fucking entire city. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's exactly. How many times have fucking we put in a puppet dictatorship in South America? Like, we do it all the time to other countries. Wait, I'll answer your question. How many countries are there in South America? All of them. Yeah, there right. you go. All of them. We <laughs> do it the all number. the time. We're like, <laughs> it just happened in Venezuela, which I hate the fucking president of Venezuela. That guy's an asshole. But you saw Trump's like, yeah, this guy's not the president anymore. This new guy's the president now. What are you going to do about but it? You can't you do that. Lose. But he did. <laughs> but he did. You can't do that, though. Yeah. At least we used to be a little more subtle in the 80s, you know? Now every fucking country's got their Trump, though, so. Or every, they either have an di American dictator or their own version of a Trump. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. But it turns out at the end of the day, all of these, all of these fucking people just, all of these populist people eventually always fall into the game and they become the thing that they hate. I well, I would, God, I would argue it the other way around. I, I think like if you re like straight out of the fucking like start a cult playbook is like preach the need for change, but never actually try to change that much. So to me, okay. it was more like that's the game they were playing from the get go. You're like, you know, your, right. your message has to always be like a vague, you know, we need change. What kind of change? Just like all sorts of it, <laughs> you know? <laughs> The, the Obama playbook. Yeah, that was the best. That was the Obama playbook. Hope and change. And it's like, now nah, just same old shit. But that's like 101 running a cult, right? Yep. So then, you know, then when you start changing too much, people start owning you and you kind of lose them. So you got to always keep them on their toes by never getting anything done. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Just fucking don't change anything. And then we go back to the same thing. And, uh, you know, I, I really, I, I don't know, man. I, I think at the end, like at, at the end of the day, at the end of all of this, at the end of this quarantine and all that, the only, that's fine. The only, the only thing that I do hope, the only thing that I, that I do hope that happens at the end of all of this is that people realize how fucking much power local government has. Like that's dude, I was yeah. surprised. Yeah. Like, when you start thinking, like, people always worry, like, you know, the federal government, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, the federal government has a lot of power. But then when you start realizing mayors going like, hey, you're not allowed to have guns anymore and no booze because, fucking there was a statute that was written in 1789 <laughs> that gave me the power to not only take your guns but take your children. You're like, wait, what? We were okay right. with this? And you're like, well, we, you weren't, but pilgrims were. And because they were, sorry, bud. Like, that's what I hope happens that people go, fuck you, mayors. And fuck. like, I think the funniest thing is, you know, just to take it, stop being serious for a second. I think the funniest thing for me is like, this has been this coronavirus thing has been like the Miss America for governors, because think about it. Nothing, <laughs> nobody really fucking thinks about governors normally. Like when the country's running, doesn't Dude, matter I didn't the know their name, period. Yeah. Like when I moved Some here, I didn't know who the governors were. 
some people that have lived there their whole life to know the governors of their own fucking country, right? right? So I think to me that's the funniest part. It's like it's a beauty pageant because these guys never get attention. And now all 50 <laughs> of them, all 50 of them are like, oh, actually, my like they were they were doing like the they were doing like this lot see who could do the lockdown longer, where it's like, I'm gonna be close till May 8th. And no one's like, I'm gonna do May 12th. I'm going to do May 15th. I'm going till June. And it's just so they can I'm putting a new- bubble around the entire fucking city. Yeah, a fucking dome around it. And that to me has been one of the funniest things is seeing governors that normally don't matter, right? Like at the end of the day, governors at the end at the end of the day, governors are basically just passing like these dumb laws that really don't affect anybody. It's like, oh, we're gonna clean up a river and shit like that. And now it's like <laughs> these people are important. They care about public health, and they're doing prices right rules with how long they the think they're wartime governors. Yeah, like last week they were voting on. They were trying to petition everyone for the last month over what fucking bridge they're gonna build over a dam. Exactly. No, you're right. Like it, they really have turned into these guys that are like, uh, you know, ordering everybody to turn their lights out at night so we don't get bombed by the Germans. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, Jesus. And I'm like, you're the governor of Delaware. Nobody gives a fuck, bro. Like, shut up. All these guys have been—they've been loving the airtime, getting on that. that. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. All of them, left, right, it doesn't matter. All of them. Think about this, and I, I honestly believe this, and I, I mean. God, I don't want it to be true, but you know that like there's somewhere inside their brain, right? Like in the back of their brain. (laughs) Not only that, but they're like, I don't want this to end. Oh, hell no. I'm always going to be on CNN. I'm always going to be on Fox. Mm. People are going to be talking about the governor of this and the governor of that. And once this ends, it's going to go back to like, wait, governor who? Who's our governor? I don't fucking remember. Nobody (laughs) fucking cares who you are, bro. Shut up. That's so funny. Almost gonna pass a law, like emergency order, or like that everyone's required to have nipple rings. Yeah, that's gonna be the next. <laughs> that's thing. gonna be amazing. <laughs> that was that Governor Cuomo that has the nipple rings. Yeah, yeah, yeah he does. Those guys is, are fucking. Such out of which is objectively sexy, but still, right. it's, it's, it's not a good governor. It's, it's never somebody. Cool. It's never somebody <laughs> cool like Tulsi Gabbard. That yeah, I know. Let's see her. <laughs> yeah, let's get her to put some nipple, nipple rings in. <laughs> you think so? You think she? I like parties? to think she does. Coconut milk, mommy. I like to just imagine she does. You know what the one thing about the fucking uh, protest that at least if you if when you look at protests in the last fucking thirty years even the really what makes a protest legitimate is they're asking for something that they don't have whereas every protest you know the reason like every other protest in a long time has been like I don't know or like I guess we're for trans yeah. stuff and you know we've like women should be like you should be nicer to us i'm not really sure i got got a hat on like they're all so fucking vague that i you, think if, at least this one has a message they're asking for yeah yeah we just want to go back to work yeah you, you know when i think those vague protests started i think ground zero of that was occupy wall street oh, yeah. that was what dude because the occupy wall street thing i will say started with good intentions right where it's like hey man wall street has a lot of power it's kind of nuts right but then like it turned into a music festival and it was fucking <laughs> you go up there and you interview people and like so like okay no, I, I get it wall street has too much power but like you know what do you think we should do and they're like uh i don't know bro like i just showed up because you know i i thought the strokes were gonna be here and it's like <laughs> oh okay well good great <laughs> 
Dude, it's straight up the and the young people stuff of like, you know, we need to fucking, you know, we need to get like women's rights. And they're like, well, but also like black rights. And they're like, oh yeah, yeah, it's a black power march too. It's like, okay, but also like, so what, you don't care about trans people? It's like, no, 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 it's a trans march as well. Oh, this is also a trans march. You're like, right. Is there anything you're not marching for right now? Because you're giving me a list of 85 things. Do you mind putting them in order at least? Can I at least have them in order of which ones you're asking for first? But you're right, dude, because like they really muddles the water where it then so muddled. comes about nothing. Like even well, you're like, if we agree. OK, so if we agree that you're right, what does that now mean? And they're like, hmm, <laughs> I don't I don't know, man. <laughs> but it's true, man. It's, it's a really good point. It's like where, where, when, when you don't focus on something, it becomes about nothing. Like the Civil Rights March was like, OK, we knew what they're marching for. Right. Like. Jim Crow laws are bad and we, you know, we want this or even with Tuesdays, Tuesdays, everyone, you know, uh. <laughs> smoking jazz cigarettes, um, fucking, but like suffer, like the women's suffrage is another one where it's like, well, we want to vote. We want to ruin this country. And they did, but <laughs> <laughs> they got what they wanted, <laughs> but at least it's a point. But now all the marches are like, except for like this one, that's open back up before that. It was just like, I don't know, bro. Like, I guess I want more money, but also less government. And like, I want the government to take everything over, but also to leave me alone. And you're like, okay, but it can't be everything. Like you actually, oh, so yeah, you're kind of like, you're kind of are going against me a little bit on that. Cause you're right. That was the problem with it. It was yeah. like an open up March, but then you're like, so why are you rambling on about all this other stuff? Like if your argument is people want to go back to work, why, yeah, why are you fucking? Yeah. Like it, it's just go back to work, bro. Like, and, and but there's a lot of people that really do just want to go back to work and, and I, and I, and I want them to go back to work, but don't go out. I don't want to go to one of these marches and have them tell me how JFK is in a bunker because Q told them, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, shut up. Shut one up. thing I, I want to ask you guys too is uh, what is, okay. So, the, I know the first thing is the most trouble you guys have ever gotten was the Jewish thing, right? Wasn't that the kind of thing that fucked you up the most? Uh, I think the thing that got- wasn't even a sp no, because we've never even. What was, oh, so what was the most trouble? Like I like to ask, but what, what's the most trouble you've ever gotten in for something? Rally, right? Yeah, going to the more rally and basically like jokingly tricking like QAnon people into like like saying like a bunch of like you know, neo-Nazi slogans and shit, but we thought it was funny. Yeah. Like we weren't, you know what I mean? We weren't doing it on purpose. We just went and we were like, Roy, we... Uh, it was the equivalent of throw the Jews down a well, uh, essentially, right? Basically, And Royce, yes. Royce was like, you know, uh, like was interviewing this lady and he's, she's like, oh, I'm all about QAnon and I love Trump. We need to come together as Americans. And, you know, Royce was just like, yeah, like as white Americans, right? You know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, right. she's like, well, no, white I like all white. Americans. And he's like, yeah, no, but like particularly the white ones though, right? They're better. <laughs> and she was just fucking like, you know, I don't want to, like she wouldn't, she wouldn't bite. But then at the end of the thing, the thing that got us in trouble was, was so. like, look, before I go, just real quick, can you give the fans, like, you got a little catchphrase on the show, 1488. Can you give that fans <laughs> 1488? Like, you know, the Q shirt, I'm like, 1488. He's like, thank you so much. And it, it, it and really before we even me. left DC, we were on fucking, like, gate websites. We were like, the SPLC. <laughs> and it really bothered me, right? Because if they were really paying attention to what, like, you're right. It's like it, it was. It was basically what Borat does, right? <laughs> he goes around there and he gets people to say the most egregious thing. And yeah. the whole point of us being at the Moore rally wasn't was was us making fun of these stupid boomers. Like that was the point. The point is to see these guys. At least what I was doing was like these guys are You're so just fucking dumb. with them straight up. Yeah. These guys are so dumb. They don't even know. It. They'll just say anything you tell them to say, and it was funny, right? And the funniest part was was like 
my mom saw the article, right? Like she independently saw the 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 the, the hate watch SPLC article. Oh, Roy, say, are you a white power man? I don't know. Oh, her accent quite the like. opposite. <laughs> she called me laughing, like oh, she liked it, <laughs> bawling, laughing. She goes, "Do they know you're Cuban?" I'm like, "I know my last name's Lopez. Of course they know." She goes, "These guys are fucking idiots." I'm like, "I know they're idiots." And anybody with a mind, by the way, that watched that bit, that we would have known what we were doing. Like it was very clear because right before I did that, I was actually dancing to "Born in the USA" with the Boomers, like just fucking <laughs> and just dancing with them, and. But that's, they spun it how they wanted to. And that's probably, yeah, I would say that's And then what happened here? And then, like, my family, they're mostly, like, I have a bunch of racist cops on some part of my family. And they you just guys, called hey, you, and they you just guys know how to me. find some people telling it like it is, eh? Yeah, they, they just called me and they were like, nice. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, no, it's not. Ah, <laughs> it was a joke. You don't get the joke. It was a joke. I knew you'd come around. Yeah, one time I handcuffed one of those fucks and I just wailed on him like, like wait, I have. I, no, 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 stop, 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 stop. <laughs> that's, so yeah, that that's probably the the biggest, the the most trouble we ever got into. And in reality, like people, it's you know, I I know you can't expect everybody to watch every minute of your show, right? But if you watch our show, even like one episode, you should get what we're about, like. You know, at the, we, we make, we fucking make fun of boomers and we get yelled at. We make fun of fucking lefties and we get made, we get yelled at. And it's like, we just, at the end of the day, like, yeah, sure. We, we talk about things that sometimes that aren't funny, but at the, we're a comedy show. Like that's what we are. You know, right. I was actually, you know, just to interrupt you. Cause I wanted to hear your opinion on that too. I was thinking you guys are like a new thing. Cause you're really, it's like a radio show, but it's meant to be watched in video. What yeah. is it? What do you call it? Well, I mean, Mike and I will, Mike and I have been doing this way like 12, 13 years ago. We were doing this when there was no video element. It was just us putting a podcast up. And then early on, we had like a grainy, like 2040 P camera that we would do. And there was no YouTube live. It was like, we were making, doing our videos on Ustream. Remember that mm, yeah. we were doing our shit on Ustream and stuff like that. I don't know what you would call it because every name that people come up with it is gay. You know, <laughs> oh, it is. It's like, oh, you're a you hey, uh, bathhouse spectacular. You're like, right. what? I don't like that. Well, well, what kind of bathhouse? But no, like, you know, uh, you're a content creator. I don't know. That sounds pretty gay, I guess. Or you're not you really a YouTuber. I don't know if no. that would make sense. No, because when I think of YouTubers, I think streamer? of streamer. Like, YouTubers, I th maybe YouTubers. sounds a little like peeing on each other. Right. Which again, I'm for. <laughs> you know, that's degenerate. I don't care. Golden but, streamer. <laughs> Golden, the Golden Streamer Award goes. We'll go to the next year. We get nominated for an APN award. That'll be amazing. Can you imagine going from being on the hate watch list to getting a porn award? We're just gonna win all the awards this year. <laughs> I guess streamer, right? You would streamer. Yeah, would I'm be? fine with YouTuber. I don't care. That's what I do. I make my money on YouTube primarily. Yeah, like, but that would be it would be fucking really disingenuous to try to pull the Nicole Arbor thing and go. Well, I'm actually a comedian. I've worked with. Stop. It's fine. You call me whatever you want. Just I, fucking I, don't try to get my show kicked off. I like, would like to be called you know? the truth teller. There you go. Speaking truth to power. That's what yeah, I, I think. What's I, happening? I want to agree. I want to be. I want. I like those comedians that. Stop being comics and they do one man shows. I want to be. I want to be that guy. I want to do the one man show. Like, hey, I had a mailman and he talks something like this. Did you guys ever see the Fred Armisen one man show? If, if you guys watch this, look it up. Uh, Fred Armisen one man show. It was. It was a sketch that originally became Portlandia. Okay. But 
So he does a one man show and it's only Carrie in the audience. Like his one friend showed up, which is the best is afterwards. He shows up and he goes, you came. Oh my God. She's the only one in the whole audience. I, and I'll say this. He puts I, on different hats. I love Fred Armisen. Like he's the man, dude. Dude, dude, dude people, I don't know why some people don't like him. I've always loved Fred Armisen to this day. I love Fred Armisen. That dude maybe I think he's underrated. I really believe that. I think he's one of the, funniest dudes still around and just talented yeah like dude i we're watching his his netflix special that he did where he was doing for genres well that was dude what a neat (laughs) thing he did like that was crazy but then and he he could do every accent of every state and he fucking nails it i'm like this guy he should be doing more like i i mean i know it's insane but this guy should be portlandia like People hate Port. I think people that hated Portland. I think it was one of the greatest shows of all time. He didn't get Portlandia. Like he was making fun of them. He wasn't. He, you know what I mean? Like he was goofing on the Portland pe- Portland people. He wasn't one of them. Like that was, dude. One of the funniest kids on Portlandia. I'm sure you've seen. Half and half. I mean, he's kind of like making fun yeah. of people, but he knows them. Like he's making fun of his friends. That like, you know, but. He's he's still making fun of them. Well, one of the, By the fun- way, I just I have yeah. to. I'm my food's here, and I gotta eat. Yeah, yeah that's fine. So yeah, yeah. Well, right. one, we can like wrap up in like two. No, minutes no, no. Do your thing. I just gotta. I just gotta. Uh, well, well, okay. We, yeah, we can wrap. We can wrap up. Let's wrap. Let's wrap up. Yeah, yeah, we've done a whole thing. All right. The final question is: What happens with the election? Is it uh, Joe Biden, or do we get a different? Uh, <laughs> Trump wins. Yeah, Trump's gonna. Trump's win. gonna win. No, no, no. Who? What happens? Is it? Is it Biden? Who's the candidate? Uh, I think it'll still be Biden. Yeah, it'll be I, Biden and then whoever... Hillary is, from the uh, dead? The vice president Boom. is going to be the real president. Yeah, whoever the vice president is yeah. will be the president of this country because Biden will retire three months ago. <laughs> I have Alzheimer's. Yeah, we know. We've been saying that for yeah, years. We, yeah, we've been one telling you. Yeah. And then he's going to go, wait, why am I up here? Yeah. Wait, I'm okay. what? I got elected to what? <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll let you guys go because you got to do your thing. And fucking, we did like almost two hours, so that's yeah, awesome. That was great, man. Uh, there's some different... Dude, I fucking appreciate you guys having on coming oh, on. It's super fun. Hanging. Of course, dude. No, we, like, we... When it opens back up, we got a fucking hanging in up there, man. For real. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I, I was actually thinking about coming down to uh, I'm down. Coming down to Florida to hang out with Danny. Maybe we could meet in the middle or something. Dude, let's yeah, let's all it. link up and then we'll just do a podcast high on cocaine like the cum boys. Let's go. Let's yeah. Go. yeah. Dude, there was, there was literally flights for like $80 and then I looked again and now they're up to like 350 so it's kind of back up which is annoying but come yeah. down dude yeah the airbnbs are still cheap i was just looking at some yep. in some towns and it's like really cheap i'm gonna pre- i'll press end but just stick around for one second sure. <laughs> all right okay revenge of the sis follow them at hold on give me all your stuff here uh youtube.com slash revenge of the sis uh i'm at hippo juice film on twitter mike's uh, at terrorsburg all one word. there you go and Fuck yeah that was the revenge of the sis check him out on youtube Subscribe to the Boys Cast on YouTube and iTunes. Leave me a review if you, you know, if you're really for the boys, leave me a review. But if you're really, really for the boys, what you can do, take a screenshot of what you're listening to right now. You know, just do the screenshot app on your phone or whatever. Post that to Instagram, Twitter. Tag me in it. Email questions to the Boys Cast with Ryan Long at gmail.com or just send them to me on Instagram or Twitter. And then, because I have a few now, so I'm going to be addressing them next week. Thank you. Thank you to the boys. Peace.